Jabba Gooba Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Martin Gray wrote, definitely not an American, by the way. Just don't make any more podcasts about boring old Star Wars than ducks. Agreed. Uh, yeah. I agree that would as well. Uh, it's it's all fix its part. I yeah, think yeah, we, I like Star it's, Wars. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be making new movies, so we're going to have that temptation. We yeah. need to probably fight it, unless it actually proves to be awesome, which is doubtful. No, I, in fact, I say we only cover it if it's like rotten bad. If it's good, then let's Dude, not do you it. You like some of the imagery they showed, right? Right. Fix it. Get but your, I don't want to mic up. No. But I don't okay. want to talk about it. If if it's if it's good, then it's just good. If it's really bad, I want to do a podcast where we roast it. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because we can just I, go, I can yeah, go it's good. Way. Go see it, and then we go either way. Right. If it's if our good podcasts are boring. See. If we say nice things about Star Wars, then we're we're part of the chorus. You want to be going against the tide. You want to have something interesting and, and critical to say. I think so. Plus, we'll be talking at length about Star Wars, which will make us sound like huge nerds, bigger than we even are. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, we're not that into Star Wars. We, we're pretty casual fans, I would say. Oh, yeah, I'm hey, a casual. We're fan. turning this into a Star Wars podcast. Move on, please. Thank you. <laughs> stories about what happened. It's true. All of it. The dark side. A Jedi. You guys want to talk about Star Wars? Hey, did you guys know that a new Star Wars movie came out? Let me take a sip of this beverage. I've seen it twice, and I don't uh, say that with pride. I saw it twice, too. I saw A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've seen him way more than twice. Multiple <laughs> <laughs> times then. <sighs> okay, before we start, let's just do, let's go around the horn. Let's do the add. Do you want to do the add a ten? We're gonna pass the conch or what? What are you yeah. talking about? No, we're gonna do some stretching here. Let's do some stretching before we talk about Star Wars. Okay, I thought it was a solid five out of ten. You go. What do you think? I give it a six and a half. And I will say that expectations will largely largely distort what your star rating out of ten is. Now well, that in uh, only one of us says. Okay, well, Paquita gave it a seven out of ten. Never heard. I of give it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I give it a, a five out of ten. So I think it's it's right dead. Really, in I'm the surprised. Some of the the texts I got from you, well, your viewing. Okay, put I watched up. it with him. Trust me, I'm surprised it's a five. Yeah, I, I, I'm really shocked. I was really waiting for it too. There's some generosity there. I think. Well, I'm just I'm, the the reason why I'm so angry on Twitter is because I'm tired of people telling 
me, and this is the straw person me because they don't know me personally. Because literally, blessedly, surprisingly, nobody ever responds to me on Twitter with regards to Star Wars. Nobody wants to fucking talk to me about it. I know, shit. because every time you tweet something hateful, I click to fucking, see, oh, somebody respond. And uh. nothing, just crickets. Nobody wants to fucking engage. No, do not engage. Do not engage. But what it is, is I get on the internet and I read these articles about A New Hope. And I want uh, to see if there's anybody out there who actually agrees with me. Because you start to feel like you're there's something, is there something wrong with me? And then I think back in the movie, you're like, no, no, that movie was just well, there is, but thought. just not in this respect. But what happens? Well, that's the thing is too is the the small, very small backlash of that movie gets this enormous. You're all a bunch of idiots, and you don't understand. And it's an homage. It's not a ripoff. And blah 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 blah. And you know what? What's your problem? Is because of the white guy, girl, and the black guy, and blah blah blah. And it's like <laughs> this wall of I don't want to hear your criticism, and I'm shutting you down, and I'm name calling besides. And it's like fuck you. I mean, it's bad enough that you have the bad taste to think this movie is better than it is, but you're trying to tell me there's something wrong with me it makes me very angry look at all my notes on this movie look oh wow lots of notes that's good some good yeah. notes yeah anytime i would have a thought i'd try and type it into this google doc and like earlier today too there were there was apparently there's a facebook post that's going around the twitters now and what it a is facebook this guy post going around twitter yeah no right i have that never happened tell me in like four years this is gonna be the most dated <laughs> podcast ever. Some kids are listening to like facebook and twitter yeah everybody's gonna be like on periscope it's, by that uh, point on periscopes shit. and the snapchats yeah there's a 40 bullet point article on huffington post about like the unforgivable problems with a new hope and apparently that has been a new hope and the force awakens sorry i keep getting confused because they're the same no. fucking movie uh the force awakens bigger death star seven times bigger death star seven times easier to blow up so anyway so this huffington post article has been going around where it's 40 things that they just can't forgive about the force awakens and so this dude took it each of those 40 points and he's trying to give this counter argument and these people are like yeah that's right you tell them you huffington go, post sucks Fuck you go, huffington girl. Post. and i'm reading it and it's like it's all this hand bullshit it's like well you know because of this and because of that and we haven't seen the other movies yet so we yeah. don't know what's gonna happen and all i'm doing is i'm getting flashbacks because i saw that the prequel and I've already told my story about how I liked it the night I saw it, and then the next day I'm like, what the fuck? It's like I woke up out of the, the fucking I, – I, I, I'm looking around me, and it's like I'm surrounded by pod people. I really think that what's happened is everybody wanted to really enjoy Star Wars movie after three bad ones. They've missed it. They love it. They want the familiar. They want the comforting. And there's, and it's Christmas time, and nobody wants to be getting any arguments. They've already been fighting over politics, and this guy's pissed off at Donald Trump, what Donald Trump said this time. And everybody's tired of fighting, so they all want something that will bring us all in, together. In two or three years, President Trump. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. Then talk about dating the podcast. That's what I mean. Uh, <laughs> so I think that everybody's just decided that we're going to all form this coalition of feel goods and not dissect this movie in any way, shape, or form and just enjoy it. It's comfort food. It's so familiar. It's so exactingly, slavishly the same shit that we got. 30 years ago, 40 years ago. That I, and I think that's what they wanted. I think they want that comfort food. I think that they, they want to go to their fast food outlet of choice and get the meal that makes them happy and eat that meal. And it's not even like Olive Garden quality meal. It's not, you know, but because it's what's safe and familiar and comfortable and it didn't take any risks, they're just happy with it and they're settled for it. And for me, it's like, well, there's so much good entertainment out right now. There's so many good shows that why am I going to lose it over a, this middling Star Wars shit? This, this, regurgitation of shit that I saw when I was a kid, you know, 35 years ago, whatever it was. Star Wars glasses at Burger King until February 2nd. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought that... So, it's kind of a theme now, right? Ever since they started remaking old movies, the, the fan service is just a big... That's what you gotta do. It's all about fan service. That's how Jurassic World is now the second largest movie of all time, or third largest movie of all time. It's it's nothing... I mean, a big deal about Star Wars beating Jurassic World. It's like, that did happen... That, this is like X-Force and X-Men number one, you know? It's like, didn't they just set that record? Well, they already yeah. beat it again. Yeah, and, and, and it's... For another franchise that's decades old. It's driven on fan service. It is, we have to put the old... We got they got to stumble across like an old barn with the old Jurassic Park jeeps in it. So you'll get that. Oh my god! I remember Jurassic Park when I was a kid. Now I'm bringing my kid to Jurassic World. It's the same thing, and it's how it's basically the same fucking plot. Instead of the T Rex, she got a super T Rex, and we thought that we had it contained, and now it gets out, and it's it's. Did it go Predator Two at one point? Predator Two or Predator? No, predator, two. like literally predator go invisible. The, yeah, the yeah, it was stupid. I, 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 wait, the dinosaur turned invisible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what? Well, yeah, it can camouflage because oh, it's got okay, chameleon I lizard like, yeah. camouflage. Well, no, I'm, I'm try- I remember seeing Which, it in the I theater. love Predator. It's just like Predator. Oh my god! You know? But the thing is, I remember seeing it in theaters, and at I don't one want to talk point- about Jurassic fucking world. Okay, well, I'm just I just want to throw this in there. This is how I feel about Star Wars. You're right. You get that familiar feel, but all of a sudden you get that weird like it's not familiar. They're trying to do something different, and it's either going to work or not work. Do you get my point? Like this, the uh-huh. new new hope. Um, Force Awakens, it didn't work for me. I just didn't, by the end of the movie, I didn't feel like, like, uh, with Empire, it was like, wow, it was more like. Okay, hmm. I, I just want to say, cause I'm gonna call some bullshit here, unless you can backpedal a little bit. You told me that it was your second favorite Star Wars movie after Empire. That's what yeah. you told me. That it was your second favorite. Yes. So, I and think you, Empire, and you also I think Empire said, is great. Well, here's, here's what I want you to do, cause you, 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 and I, I, you articulated this well, so I want you to, to tell everybody else, tell the rest of the class, what were your feelings about A New Hope? It was boring. Yeah, it's just, you, you didn't yeah, like it. It was okay. boring. And then what were your feelings about Return of the Jedi? I, I like the first half up to the Ewoks, and in the movie, it just took me out. No, no, that's oh yeah, Return of the Jedi. Sorry. And yeah. is it too much like the first movie as well? Is like the plot too like the Death Star turning up again? Oh well, yeah, I mean, it's it's all it's always some kind of planet killing device. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like why you hated the X Men movie, the first one. Okay, but and then the prequels, you just don't have any real. Um, I like that they went political with it, but it just. It's a kids movie. Like you don't put fucking politics in a kids movie. Like I, I can't, I can't sit an eight year old and he's gonna want to know about trade federations. He's gonna sit there and be bored out of his fucking mind until someone pulls out a lightsaber and stabs someone else. So that when you've had your mind numbed by Jedi politics or Star yeah, Wars politics, just, then all of a sudden Jaja seems so much more it, entertaining. Lots of talky, talky, lots of talk to. Well, can I tell you something though, that I just read and I, I wonder if it's true. Supposedly Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be the Sith Lord. That would have been and, awesome. And this guy, oh no no, this guy had put. Together Together, this little is that is like a fan theory. No, 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 no. no. There's a lot of those these days. He he put it together. He took scene by scene. There's a lot of scenes where like a character will make a decision, and for some reason Jar Jar is always in the scene, and he's kind of talking or he's moving his hands. And apparently, this guy keeps claiming that people have told him that after the first one came out, Lucas, Lucas, because they kept bringing up that Jar Jar was very important to the story. He kept saying he's very important, and people were like, "Well, no, he's supposed to be comedic," but they kept talking about, "Well, no, the Sith, there's always two of them. So the Emperor was Vader's master. So then who was?" The Emperor's Master. And they, they were hinting that supposedly the way they wrote it was that Jar Jar was playing the fool. Kind of like Yoda did with Luke in the beginning where, mm-hmm. no, no droid, droid, no. So that kind of goofiness, that was Jar Jar's thing. He was supposed to be goofy around everyone so no everyone would be disarmed around him. And then the whole time he's actually a Sith Lord amongst them. Well, he if, if is inexplicably amongst them. Dude, I would have been like, oh I, my God, I greatest films. I would have came in the theater <laughs> if that happened. Because <laughs> they were talking about how there's supposed to be a cut scene where the Emperor is thanking Jar Jar. Because it's rude. Jar Jar makes the Emperor... Or the uh, the chancellor, the emperor. Palpatine. Yeah, he gives him that part, and I was like, "You're right." And so the guy was like, "Supposedly he was changing the script through the movie because he was like, no, 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 it's too dark now.' Like it, the, after the, he had such a horrible attack on the first one, where everybody hated the character."
characters and Jar Jar Boots being yeah, so but goofy. The second one got way darker. But like, see, it, could you imagine? Didn't, how they, like, dark... didn't they rape Anakin's mom and all this shit? Like, no, but could you imagine if was that at the, I, at the third one you is find that out? what they were inferring? Yeah, I didn't. I only so. saw it the one time. It was I, inferred rape. Okay, I always thought well, which is why we, he went and killed them all. I thought they like tortured to death or something. I didn't. I totally missed that. Well, no. Could you imagine the third one when Anakin goes and kills a bunch of six-year-old children with a lightsaber that's passed on to the newest character while he's killing these children, and then you find out Jar Jar Binks, the cute character, is a dark Sith Lord who's manipulated everyone that in the universe. That would have been so time. awesome, though. Dude, I would have walked out of like, fucking Lucas is God. You know what I'm picturing no, right but now? But I think he I, I, I think he chickened out. I'm picturing the battle between Yoda and Cal Dooku, but with Jar Jar instead. And Jar Jar all of a sudden, he's like, his ears are whipping around. He's doing all his Jedi moves and shit. Oh, say yes! Right, Palpy. You so manipulated me. Okay, Palpy. <laughs> Miss a bombad Sith Lord. Well, hey, it's cool. You, you haven't seen those movies in a long time. The CGI is fucking garbage. In yeah, I know. It's I terrible. know. I, I I saw a little bit of one the other day. It was all it was playing, and I was looking. It's like holy shit. Nothing in this movie is real, is it? Nothing's real. It's but, so plastic looking. Everything looks so. Which is why all the acting performances are terrible. Well, they, well no, I, but that's the thing though. Is Lucas wanted those performances. He wanted those actors to speak in that very stilted. He wanted very, the soap well, opera. Well, yeah. the, the funny thing is too, when you see the cities, how empty they are. Yeah, these big no massive cities. Yeah. And there's like ten people in this yeah. giant city. But like I said, so I don't, those I don't movies know. are terrible. Okay, so here's the pro- those movies are terrible in a totally different way than a new uh, uh, a Force Awakens. Well, hold on, he way... made a, you know, but he's trying to make me redeem myself. Oh yeah, go I, ahead. I said, you, well, you had said okay. that you thought this was the second best Star Wars movie compared to the other ones. So, yes. so tell me why uh, the Force Awakens is better than a New Hope. Hmm. Why is it better? Ooh, that I'd uh, I'd have to put them on equal grounds. Okay, okay you're gonna yeah, because so it's a I mean, tie. So new, okay, New Hope was cool when I was a kid and I first watched it because I'd never seen anything like that. Uh, As yeah. you become an adult and you start experiencing things and reading things and seeing things and you, you experience adult sci-fi and then you go and look at Star Wars then you realize it's very kitty mm-hmm. and it's fine it's fine I can still watch it it's still what it is I can still watch it and I do get that, that little nostalgic feel of oh yeah I remember this but the story is just so linear there's nothing it's predictable all the way to the end and it's really you, slow it's a fairy yeah, tale you, you, you're gonna, yeah, it's a fairy tale but, but now, I will say now New Hope the cool thing about it was they took some of the familiar and they tried to flip you mean it with Force Awakens yeah, yeah, yeah. we're doing this constantly yeah, sorry folks um, this is not intentional. It, it it's it, Freudian, but it's not intentional. It kind of changes the feel a little bit. I I, I, I agree with you. Where Ray was just too perfect. Well, we'll get some, to that. Well, let's we'll let's not get into those. Yeah, but there was parts of that. There was parts of that. The the Force Awakens that was enjoyable, like the stormtroopers. You got more feel of what the stormtroopers went. They were more impressive, which I enjoyed because I always thought more like, well, what did these guys go through? That's why I like the Clone Wars because you got an idea of the clones and what they went through, their psych and all that. So, so I thought that was kind of neat. I was more interested in that and less about the main characters. Mm-hmm. So when I say I enjoyed it better than New Hope, New Hope was just so linear. This one, I, I got more Stormtrooper. I got to see more about the storm. I mean, the, that opening scene where they gun down a village and stuff. Yeah. And you have them with flamethrowers. Very nom You got, you got a real, yeah. Like a real nom feel to it. I'm like, I'm, I'm expecting these troopers to be, you know, yeah, like shooting up heroin he, back at the base because they're just, they can't cope with all the evil they have to do on a daily Finn, basis. Finn's bugging out. He's like uh, uh, Michael J. Fox in Casualties of War in Dude, the midst when of Star Wars. That, when that, that Tom touches his helmet and you see that blood streak. Oh, that's not right. I was just like, nice. Uh, okay, so and, and and so that's why I put. I, it I, I love. I love how they used the bloody hand to the, demark him. him yes, that was the, cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And so yeah, so that's where I. That's what I'm saying. I enjoyed it more than you hope. So it had, you like the darker elements. Yeah. You like that they get a little deeper into how these people are dealing with what they're doing and why they're doing what they're doing. And yeah, so forth. and then you have that whole rebuild, and they really push that Nazi feel when then whenever they have the new order sitting there waiting for the weapon. Like I thought I was looking at a scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hmm. They had the red and the black. I thought at one time I saw a swastika with a hand. 
hammer or something. I couldn't. Sure, I wasn't sure what I was seeing. So a little commie Very mixed in with the Nazi. Like a lot of propaganda up on the screen, and the guys doing the whole you know Hitler you know speech and yelling about how they're all going to fear them, and mm-hmm. they're all I, and then they all did, then they all turn around at one time, and it just had that really cool evil feel to it. Where New Hope, I never felt like Vader was like when you watch it now. If until you watch all of them, I never really felt Vader was bad. He was just kind of like a dick. Mm-hmm. Not until you see the prequel. So when he he's torturing the princess. Once he kills six-year-olds, then you're like, oh, he's fucking evil. Well, I think but that- all the way up until the prequels, it's just like, he's a dick. Okay, now he's Luke's dad. So he's his dad's dick. Like, it was never... Well, like- he did chop his son's hand off. That was kind of a, 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 a little bit more than dickish. Dick train, <laughs> a, little, a little extra dick on it. But dude, that's what I'm saying. When I saw the prequels, when they did that last one where he killed those kids, I was kind of like, okay, now I can get behind where Vader's evil. I could never get behind evil. So like yeah, when I saw know, him in Halloween, I, I, agree with that. I never yeah. felt I never felt he was evil. He's well, just, he didn't. He, I think that's why people love Darth Vader so much. Yeah, because he wasn't he wasn't evil in those movies. He was bad. He was bad, and he looked he looked really like Dracula. Cool. And yeah. he looked really fucking. And he cool. sounded like James Earl Jones. Yeah, you know? and then so, after after the, the prequels, he's more like Hitler, where he's He's murdering children. No, he was a psycho in those movies. Yeah, he was a he psycho. He had that weird obsession with his wife. Amidala or whatever. Yeah. And, and that was just pa- really Padme weird. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, went, he went from being like one of the, the evil, like the, the guys who are so broadly evil that they're like almost a cartoon. Yeah. Like you think of Stalin, you think of Hitler. You know that they committed these atrocities, but they're so big and so ridiculous. It's almost your mind can't comprehend it. They've done actually done studies on this where you look at the, the uh, uh, one child and what one child goes through and you feel it like a great deal and then when you think about like a million children in another country and what they're going through and you can't connect to it because it's too big your human mind can't yeah. conceive of it yeah it I'm seems it, 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 yeah. yeah your brain so, can't comprehend it so it's just fake so in the it's first movies he's at worst like a Stalin type where objectively you're like yeah he's probably doing a whole bunch of horrible shit but because you're not seeing very much beyond torturing a daughter that he that doesn't know is his daughter and chopping off the son the hand of his son who he does know about those are pretty evil things to do but once you get to the, the prequels, it's like one of those one of those guys who like are in a third world country and you hear they're like throwing kids in the fire and they're yeah. forcing them, you know, just like you're like, oh, my God, he's like eating a man no, no, no. all he, of a sudden. Yeah. And, like, and it's more real to you. He's putting them and putting tires over their body and lighting them on fire. Who's the one in them. Cambodia? That's the one I kept trying to remember. Oh, that's uh, Pot, Pot Poi? No. Pol Pot? Pol Pot. Pot. That's the one I kept thinking of, was one of the things. Yeah. Up. So, yeah. And so. Last King so, of Solid is on right now, so that's why I went with it. So that's why when we saw A Force Awakens and they showed his helmet, and I'm like, that's an evil dude. And then his emo grandson was just whiny. That was kind of what was taking me out of the movie. Like, the new Well, let's not, let's not go that yeah, deep into it just yet. Yeah. yeah. So why did you like The Force Awakens more than Return of the Jedi? Now, that's where it's kind of hard, because the first half of Return of the Jedi was really good. Oh, uh, You're talking about all the stuff on the skiff with, the, with yeah, Jabba and all yeah, that? Yeah, that was great. I mean, that was... that They tried to recreate that with the little creepy chick with the glasses... Base. Oh you yeah, the, you I had the music and you had that Jabba-looking beast pet spider yeah. creature. And with the well, I, I think shit. that that was actually supposed to be Mose Eisley. I had less than Jabba's slave barge. Was it? Doesn't that feel? That was Mose Eisley. Though in the Force uh, that Awakens, the, that was the Cantina. The bar. That's, that's what I'm a, saying. The Mose Eisley Cantina okay, so, in the so first you would movie. Say, that's that's so what you they were Cantina and there. Jabba's Palace. You put them together and you come up. with I don't this. see the Jabba's Palace part though. I don't just see. Dude, you had all these you had these people that were outside the skirts of 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 law. Yeah, like Greedo, just like Mose Eisley. Yeah. 
point. That's why I don't, remember. I don't see Jabba. Greedo, like he said, Greedo was in the bar. Remember the two guys that tried to harass Luke yeah. and Obi Wan has to chop their hands off. Those were bad dudes. Han too. shot first. Yeah, Han, yeah, yeah, yeah. Han so, shot first. So no, it was just Bose Eisley. Okay. I didn't see because the, the Jabba's uh, sail barge was a little bit different because he obviously. No, I'm was thinking everything. More. I'm thinking more of the palace because he's a mobster. He runs it. The little, I mean, I, I I just in terms of like creating a great set piece. Yeah, that was a great set piece for the movie in the in Return in, of the Jedi. Return of Jedi. Whereas and you, then what start going where he's going back for his training and then they're gonna have to go to a planet full of teddy bears and it's just kind of like oh yeah he lost the balls like he just lost his balls he wasn't he just couldn't finish this off and so the movie loses me I, I literally after that I'm lost from the movie I don't care anymore well, g- getting back to those uh, podcasts I was talking about earlier um, Rob Kelly's got this podcast the fire the what is it called? The Fire. Film and Water Podcast. Fire film and Water Podcast. No, the Film and Water Podcast. It's the second one that they do every I, week I now. Joking. Okay. So the Film and Water Podcast, up and up to the arrival of the new Star Wars, each week they did one of the old Star Wars movies. And the last one was Return of the Jedi with Ryan Daly. And what they pointed Shout out, out – Shout yeah, out, Ryan Daly. Ryan, yeah. Uh, one of our wild agents of Marvel. Fr- friend of the show. Shout out. Yeah. So they were talking about how that sequence is so great, and then the movie just stops cold. And like it has a start all over again. It's almost like that that's uh, Star Wars you know, 2.5 or mm-hmm. 5.5 or whatever it is. And then Return of the Jedi starts, and you're like, but I've already been watching a movie. Why am I starting a new movie in the middle of it? And I totally agree with that. I, I assume it's because they didn't know if they were going to go after Han. I think that whole sequence was probably written later in the game because Harrison Ford may not have come back. They, they weren't sure if they were going to bring him back for the third movie. Well, then well, he's, what he, he, had said, he had said Han he was supposed to, Han should have died in those movies anyway. So yeah. I, I could imagine he would be like, no, I'm but done. See, that's why yeah, he, I, already, and he was doing the return of the, the, the Indiana Jones movies, mm-hmm. and he was actually starting to do serious actorly type movies too. Witness. So there was a lot of question about, well, The Witness was after. Was it? Yeah, I think that was oh. 85. Air Force One. That was a lot after. <laughs> uh, get off my plane. Henry. Uh, so, but the point is, uh, probably Mosquito Colos. Give me back my son. Yeah. A different move. Yes. Yeah. Way to throw me off my game. Point is, is they didn't know if he was going to come back. So I think the whole sequence was written late in the game. And that's probably why it felt like it was uh, modular, like it was something you could take out of the movie and it wouldn't necessarily even have to be there. I think that was his writing, though, dude. Because like, if you, if you watch Empire, in my opinion, I love Empire. It's everybody, just, everybody loves Empire. It's just, it hits on all cylinders through the whole movie, all the way to the end. I just enjoy the movie. I can watch the movie all the way to the end and enjoy every bit of it. Yeah. Where Jedi was... We started out strong and then just petered out. Yeah, it's, it's, Star Wars second was you start out kind of medium. You go medium the whole movie. It stays the same. And then of course the prequels are we start off weak and then right at the end we're gonna get really fucking dirty and twisted and go Tarantino on you and then leave it alone. Kill I guess so. Yeah, with the Marth Mall and Qui Gon and all that right, kind yeah, of stuff. I guess they did that, get dark. They do the that, well, they do that whole uh, Order sixty six where all the stormtroopers start murdering the Jedi's left and right. Yeah. And I, remember, I remember thinking, well, that's pretty fucking cool. So uh, your argument there is that the Force Awakens is good. For its running time. Yes. Whereas Empire, I mean, uh, Return of the Jedi peters out early. Most of the movies peter and out. And that all the, the, the prequels, they don't get good until the very end. Yes. Okay. Now, now, A Force Awakens, how did you feel about the ending? Well, we're way, oh, let's not oh, go yeah. that far ahead. Okay. In the trailer, you're wearing this great outfit and this helmet, and a lot of fans pointed out that it was repurposed Stormtrooper glasses or glass in it. What does that say about your character that she's so thrifty and smart like that? Ah, good question. Um, well, because I'm a Ray as a scavenger, I pre- well, that's where the goggles came from. You know, she repurposes things herself. It's uh, she does things for herself. She is self. God, I'm running out of words to say. She is self. Yeah, sufficient. Thanks, Heidi. Um, it's great. Let's start talking about the characters then. 
Okay. Okay. Because I think that that's actually one of the fronts where people push back a lot. And I'm not, I actually, I don't really have a major problem with the characters too much. Really? Uh, well, here's the thing. Okay. Dude, you. Hold on. Ray. Ray. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. Let's, let's start with. Let's, let's start. Let's start. Let's Lots see. of controversy around Ray. Go okay. ahead. You start. So here's the thing with Ray. All right. Ray. Now let me go. <laughs> go. Okay. I was trying to find people who would have opinions about the movie. And I don't know why it was, but for some reason, I guess because he'd written some Star Wars before, I decided to go visit the blog of Peter David, which I haven't done in a while because I, blogs are kind of on their way out. Like Shout out Peter David, guest of the yes, show. Yep. Yes. Friend of the show. Yes. Um, so anyway, so I go to his blog, and he's got this long deal where he's trying to explain that Ray is not a Mary Sue. And he gives like the textbook definition from back in the Usenet days of what a Mary Sue was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a wide writer insertion character and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, I, I, okay, if you're going to be, uh, a literal about it, then no, I guess she doesn't fall under the heading of Mary Sue. I don't know what the term is for somebody that's way too good at a whole bunch of different stuff for no clear reason to the point where it actually kind of hurts the narrative because they're just too good at everything and it, it's kind of boring and they don't challenge enough. Whatever the term is for that, apparently it's not Mary Sue. That's still what she is. Yeah. And if you've watched the, the thing that inspired a lot of that too was that Max Brooks, and God help me, I hate being on the same side of an argument with Max Brooks because that guy said some really gross stuff over time. Really? He said some. He's he's one of these guys who, he, he, well, okay, he's John Landis's kid, and we love John Landis movies, right? Yeah. But John Landis movies were kind of sexist. They he was not a guy who was afraid of showing some titties. This guy was one of the contributors to the Kentucky Fried movie, and then you've got Max Landis, who is I think in his early thirties, late twenties, something like that. So he's part of a generation that's a little bit more touchy feely. But sometimes he'll show his dad's sexist, squicky inclinations, the little womanizing that he's done, and stuff like that. So that makes you a little uncomfortable. But I really enjoyed. He did those cheap. Jack retellings of the story of uh, the return of death, the death and return of Superman, for instance. Did you ever see those? Hmm. They're great. You need to watch those. Those are a lot of fucking fun. They got like cameos by different celebrities, and basically he's just grabbing bullshit like Hulk hands and stuff and recreating those stories, but doing it in a more of a kind of like what we do actually, where you you make it base and crude and funny and goofy and have fun with it. So, and he wrote Chronicle, by the way. Oh, okay. But he's also done some stuff I wasn't happy with. I read like his treatment for how to do a Superman movie, and it was shitty, and I didn't like any of that stuff. And he said some stuff that I just don't agree with so I'm not a big fan of being on the same side of him but he did a video where he explained his problems with Star Wars and specifically his problems with the character of Rey and nothing he said was wrong in my opinion I totally agree with what he was saying but he used the term Mary Sue and apparently that's not a textbook case of Mary Sue so people are trying to get all fucking pedantic about it. it's like well she's not technically Mary Sue she's still not the most interesting character because she does everything too goddamn well okay this is actually my last video about Star Wars a movie I thought was okay I didn't love Okay, so I trended worldwide for saying I thought Ray was a Mary Sue, and I had all this shit, like people telling me I'm a sexist and stuff. She is, she's an overpowered character. I don't care if she has secret training from Luke that we find out a lot about later. She's an overpowered character. The end. What I like is that everybody is like, you're taking this away from young girls. <laughs> it's like Mark Wade. Let me read this tweet. Mark Wade, a writer I admire, tweeted this about me. If you're letting your cynicism outweigh how important it is for adolescent girls to have a brave hero, your heart is made of broken glass. Oh my god, I'm such an asshole for not liking this movie. What's wrong? I went to every, I went to a, a, a 14 year old girl and I, she had the, her Ray action figure and I smacked it out of her hand and said, I respect you liking this movie, but I didn't enjoy this character that much. And her life was destroyed. That being said, I don't dislike her. 
I understand that she's going to be a powerful force user. She obviously, whether she's like Anakin was in the first movie where she just spontaneously appears to have a whole, like, I, I know they're not using this term anymore, but maybe she has a high concentration of midichlorians, whatever oh, the fuck. stop it. Yeah. Midichlorians, you asshole. Whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Whatever it is, or maybe the theory that Count Drunken was putting forth, he thinks she's actually Obi-Wan Kenobi's bastard That's child. That's Luke's kid, dude. How is that Luke's kid? I don't dude, understand how that was, even happens. If she was Obi-Wan Kenobi's kid. Like his granddaughter, actually. It would be his granddaughter. I'm sorry. So then, the age so then Obi knocked up some character we never saw on screen. Before he became a Jedi, yeah. Or maybe after. No, she's no, maybe after. She's, she's loose, kid. I, no, I think, I think no, Luke's grand kid, no, grand kid, grand kid. Let's go the through theory. fucking fan theories later, assholes. Okay. Jesus. So the point is, I don't love the character. She's okay. You know, I, I like the basic premise of this person who's scavenging in the ruins of, of, of old ships that are left yeah, over gorgeous, from the war. Yeah. Gorgeous sets. Really well shot. And, and it would explain, too, how she could do a lot of things, like all the climbing and shit. She's crawling around She's in fucking scavenger. Yeah, Imperial Star Destroyers. Hunter-gatherer. You know, that's that's not an easy thing to do. So, like, some of the cool, like, when she's in the Death Star and she's climbing around doing shit, too, I had no problem with that because she'd already shown that she had a great facility for that. It was how she was surviving. It's when she'd all of a sudden start using for the Force at, a, like, a Master's yeah. level. Super dumb. After just having discovered that she even has those abilities. Well, like, when she when she suggested that Stormtrooper let her out of her shackles, she doesn't even... Does she well, even Daniel know Craig, by the way. Do, does yeah. she even know that that's one of the powers of the Force? Yeah, how does she, she even know? She, she was saying the Jedis were like a, oh, I thought, fairy tale. I thought that that was a fairy tale. I thought that Luke Skywalker was a legend, even though it was like 30 years ago. Hello. Yeah. But she's like, oh, that's a legend. But she knows that you can say things to people and make them do things. Totally checked me out of the movie. As soon as you start doing shit like that, I'm like, okay. It was right. a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. They didn't have the internet, so they don't know yeah. truth from fiction. They just know what the Empire told them. Yeah. So she's like, hey, let me out of these shackles. He's like, nah. Yeah. Let me out of these shackles. Nah, not. Let me out of these shackles. Nah, did it, okay. It had a like, doom feel to me right there where Paul Trades is like, you know, undo my mother's. Remember that scene? No. Uh, you're the, you you're see, the that's, the, that's the one thing I, I was going to point this out earlier is, uh, you have fine sci-fi movie credentials. You had early exposure to shit like Zardoz and a boy and his dog and Dune. So you're, you have impeccable Flash, credentials. Flash Gordon, you're so a Flash it, Gordon guy. Well, no, that's, that's, Star, that's, no, that's Star not, Wars, my mom Star was Wars. very big in the sci-fi. We were Star watching. Wars is based on yeah. Flash Gordon. Yeah. So the point is, is like when you try to say that A New Hope was simplistic and a fairy tale and it wasn't heavy enough for you, you'd already seen heavy yeah. shit. Not, maybe not at the same time, but around that time period. Mm-hmm. So you'd already been exposed to shit that a lot of people to this Bizarre. day can't. Like a lot of people can't handle Brazil and Dune and stuff yeah. like that. A lot of people still can't wrap their around, brains around movies like that. Um, time bandits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time and talk about Dude, a dark ass fucking movie. Mine. We can watch Time Bandits. How the hell do we get here though? Oh yeah, but the point is, is, is like, but the, you know, she's speaking Wookie and she can fly the Millennium Falcon first time at the wheel. Weird. It's like just yeah. too much. She was too perfect. Yeah, just wait, whatever, whatever. See, that, was that, like, no, just, that was that whole Anakin thing where he got in the ship and he blew up that giant. When they uh, had they had a child size and that sucked and yeah, too. And child, yeah, and he blew, I hated that he, shit he too. Land, he lands. Of course, all these people are being murdered around him, but yet somehow he can fly through all this shit, fly into the base, turn off the engine, land, blow up the base, turn on the engine, fly. And, and what I, it that, is, and, and that's look. where that goofiness comes but, from. But it's the force. It's the force. All the serendipity in these movies. All the how did you get your shit out of that fucking scenario nobody else could the force is the excuse for it True. that's that's the excuse that's just inherent in all of these fucking movies you kind of have to let it go i was able to let that shit go i thought i thought like i said it was done i checked out i'm like okay like the first time she goes let me out of these shackles and he's all like no and i'm like oh she's totally gonna get it here in a little bit right she's gonna finally will herself to do 
it, right? Just like getting out of the fucking when he was frozen in Hoth and he reaches out and he's able to get the lightsaber and get it. It's it just he, that's how you get your shit. But that's you, but you that, pull but, your ass out of see, these. He trained up to that point. Yeah, exactly. I, I know she had like zero. I know. She, I'm just she, saying she thought she was some little chick on a barren. I know desert land. I know. I that's how. But she's got the force, and because she has the force, we can pull her ass out of these scenarios that yeah. she shouldn't be able to get out of. Yeah. They've used that excuse in all of these fucking movies. So if you don't like that, don't. Then you're not gonna like any of them. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's but that's the thing. Most people only like three of six, or now four of six anyway. And when it, when they did it with Luke, they had enough sense to but, take it slower. To, to you know, Obi Wan was a force master. He did most of that shit in the first movie. With uh, in the second movie, you're seeing Luke fail to do stuff. He kind of halfway does it, and then he runs into another Force Master, Yoda, and Yoda teaches him how to do shit, and then until the last movie, he has the full hero's journey over three movies, where it's the first fucking movie, and in yeah, both the cases of Anakin, yeah. in what well, Phantom Menace, and with Rey in this movie, they're already way too fucking good at shit, way too early on, without any reasonable explanation. And also, I think one of the big issues is that everybody eventually, because that's the other thing I was want to talk about, is I remember after seeing fucking The Phantom Menace, and then I was running, working at a comic shop, and I, I knew the, the day after I saw that movie, that movie went, had serious fucking problems, right? And it was up until probably the second movie that people were still arguing with me, well, you have to wait. It's a trilogy. They haven't told the whole story yet. I, there was so much enabling fucking bullshit, so much hand-waving then, too. I feel like I'm fucking living a, a right. fucking, I mean, I'm a fucking Matrix. I'm Living this shit all over again. We're talking about characters. Hold on, hold on, We're talking about characters. Yeah, yeah. I know. Wait, 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 I just realized something, Matt. You you made a perfect uh, point where the force is kind of a cop out. It's a total cop out. Because I thought about right when when it's Obi-Wan, like magic in comic books. Where yeah. oh, he has magical powers, so he can teleport. He can oh, do no, this, or time, do that, whatever. Or time when you can just yeah turn back time. But I was thinking about it. When Obi Wan dies, he literally is hit with a lightsaber and turns into a pile of clothes. The ether, right? Yeah. And then when Yoda dies, same thing. He just turns into a pile of clothes. But yet they're the only two Jedi's that ever just turned into a pile yeah. of clothes. Be it a piece death or high ultraviolet but yet i'm thinking of all the movies and they've literally shown jedis drop to the ground bleeding missing limbs and so it's kind of like i guess yeah it's well you weird. remember though in a, a new hope vader picks up those robes like what the fuck just happened so he was expecting a body too yeah well, but obviously and also too obi-wan and yoda both we can get into that too yeah. but I, like nobody has any fucking clue how a fucking lightsaber works right nobody has clue how these fucking <laughs> yeah. things work you're you can maim people with them now you can yeah. cut arms off or you can you can melt doors with them but or you, you can, can Slam a, yeah. a, con- or a computer can, console with or it. Or you can kind of wound somebody's back with them, but really not too bad. And it's, or you can hit them when they vaporize. Right. Like, what the fuck is going right. on? It's, it's stupid. It's all weapon. fucking magic. But my point is, eventually, when people finally started coming around to the Phantom Menace not being a great movie, and it took some fucking time, just like with this shit, and I was shouting into the fucking wilderness back then too, so it's pissing me off that I'm having to deal with this all over again. But here's the thing. In the Phantom Menace, it was a little white boy doing this shit, and everybody fucking turned on it. And now it's... A, a white woman doing it and all, and there's a little bit more of a gray area because there aren't enough white women who can do that kind of shit in movies. Hey, shout out to white women. Yeah, so I think that she's what? getting more of a pass because of underrepresentation. Whoa, freaking reverse reverse now. Frank's agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think probably. Well, although there's a huge deal with her not having any fucking toys out there too. Though. Which is Still, stupid which as is shit. Super fucked up. That is so dumb. Yeah. 
Because um, re- regardless, I mean, I played with fucking. I had several Princess Leia figures as a kid. Everybody usually had a Princess Leia. You might have been doing lewd things with your Princess Leia doll. God willing. But you still fucking had them. Why would you not have Ray in this shit? If you got like a Monopoly board game, have you ever played a game of Monopoly that you didn't have Did at least you one that? woman participant? The, no. the Force Awakens Monopoly game. Ray isn't one of the pieces. Darth Vader is one of the pieces. Uh, it's, but Ray, it's Darth, uh, Luke, Finn, Kylo, and and maybe? Kylo Ren. Maybe? What the fuck? She's one of the major. She's in the entire fucking movie. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Here's what bothered me about her also. She looks and sounds exactly like fucking Agent Carter. The whole movie, I'm like, holy fuck, she's See, Agent Carter. And, and, like, and you know, I've heard that, and then I was going at it. Did from you hear the that? I, I, I haven't read anything that said Actually, that. I, I was reading an article where they want to have Haley Atwell cast as her mother because they were so similar. Gotta be. They, they're fucking, they sound identical. And see, I was going at it from the Kira Knightley angle because she reminded me a hell of a lot of Kira Knightley, uh, no, too. Kira Knightley's too She skeletal. has the same cry face as Kira Knightley. The actress, Daisy Ridley, she has kind of a geometric quality to her. She's like a little boxier. Kira Knightley's like elongated. I don't know how you describe it. But Kira her face Knightley's is a little... very alien. We're, we're, Especially we're... she's continuing to lose weight, which by gosh, I think she's got to be 50 pounds by she's now. She's kind of like if you, if you put Kira Knightley in Windows Paint and you did a little drag thing where you made yeah. her shrink down mm-hmm. partly and everything kind of got a little boxy-ish. Or the That's tra- kind of daily, daily transform ready. tool in Facebook if you're not some noob using okay, yeah. paint. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that turns into Haley Hatwell. Yeah, anyway, so that, that freaked me out. <laughs> that freaked me out because I, I kept thinking that she was... Uh, well, what's funny though is I think that's the makeup artist because when you see her in real life, you see her in interviews, you see photographs of her, she doesn't look like either one of those two women. But for some reason, the movie, she looks so much like those two women. I think it's got to be the makeup. Okay, but... I, okay, so, so Was anyone else annoyed by Finn or just me? Okay, well, let's, well, let's, 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 we're going to no, need to fit let's, in like five we're, seconds. We're gonna, yeah, uh, Ray but, first. But I will say, it's pretty universal that everybody thinks that Ray progressed with that shit too much. If, if you say, hey man, I thought she learned how to use the Force way too good, way too quickly, you're definitely not the only one. Yeah. For me though, it just didn't make or break the film for me. I'm just, I, at that point, I was like, oh, it's the fucking Force. Yeah, I know, you're going to use yeah. the plot device, it's the Force, that's fine. I, mm-hmm. And I just kind of submitted I just, to it. In my head, I was like, it's Luke's daughter, so it doesn't matter. The, the, the Force some, is so she's deep gonna in their be, family. She's going to be some alpha Jedi. Yeah. I, I see what they're. I, I was like, I see what you're fucking doing. She can fly planes. Which what the fuck does that have to do with being a Jedi? She well, no, they specifically had uh, Luke was the exception. A lot of Jedi's couldn't fly planes. Remember, Obi Wan couldn't fly. Old Ben Kenobi, right? Old Ben Kenobi. Well, which and was then great because he did in the prequel. He did in the prequels, but in the movie, he said he couldn't. <laughs> Stop it! I know they're fucking awful, dude. Yeah, they're so bad. It's Don't so funny because you bring up something people, I totally missed. There like, are oh, people who leave. still say that the prequels are good. That they like, you know what? They're not that bad of movies and all this shit. And they're fucking garbage. Those movies are. Not Nonsensical garbage, but anyway, we're not going to go into the pre. Well, now, now, if you watch the Clone Wars on Netflix, and I don't want to hear that one. shit either. It's good. If it's somebody, good. It's good. If somebody it's good. tells me, well, if you if you read the fucking novels, if somebody fucking tells me that shit one more time about these yeah. goddamn movies, I don't give a shit. This movie should have nothing to do with any novels or fucking Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Do you or, think this would break? They, that they, question they would break. Fucking, they flushed a whole shit ton of novels and comics and uh, other extended the expanded universe, all that shit out down the toilet yeah. for this one movie. So don't tell so me this in one the movie Clone has Wars. To, yeah. Although actually, I think. 
that stuff's still in canon. Yeah, it is. Anything that's involving the prequels yeah, is still fine. in canon. That's fine. And I'm just saying, now, the by the way, good. when you talk about it, are you talking about the cartoon or are you talking about the CGI one? The CGI one. Okay, did you ever well, watch the, the cartoon? cartoon? Yeah, the, the I watched a little of, of that uh, the well, other day, and it was actually looked really it was cool. To be really it looked good. really yeah, cool. Uh, if you go on uh, YouTube, someone had actually put them on because those used to come out on uh, Adult Cartoon Swim. Network. Yeah, yeah, like little three to two minute bits. But someone had the great idea to put them all together, and it's like a giant movie. It's really good. It's it's actually and there's very little dialogue. It's just it's just like watching an old uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon from the 30s. The nth. It's yeah. just, it's really, yeah. it's enjoyable. I, 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 so I, I know what you're talking about because I found that long, like, feature length edit mm-hmm. and I kind of jumped around a little bit. And especially that one, the albino woman with the two lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was freaking cool. I liked she, her. She comes out in the, uh, the CG one uh-huh. and they do more with her in it. And, and they, there's a point where she gets disgraced mm-hmm. and she's actually being chased by both the rebels and the empire. So she's kind of like this bounty hunter. And it's, it's, it's yeah. good. I mean, oh. if they made that the movies, it's, it's enjoyable. And there was a sequence where Mace Windu was like, like blowing up. up all the like a oh, giant yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. an ad or something punching, thingy. No, the thing yeah. was punching the okay, earth. Yeah. Yeah. And he's blowing away all the stormtroopers and they're trying to shoot him. He's doing all this cool shit. It was ridiculous. It was way further out than anything you'd actually see in the movies. But I enjoyed it anyway. Yeah. It was just so badass watching Mace Windu go around knocking all these dogs around it. So and I, the, I just want to uh, having seen a little bit of it, I can see where a lot of people would get excited about that. Yeah, That's the, the animation. Really fun. The, I think the animation they had a little bit. My understanding is Lucas. Well, we watched that. Then we met. Where they were talking about how Lucas was such a control freak about yeah. the movies, where people were scared to say, "Well, no, Luke, no, George, that's kind of dumb." They all just grinned and shook, yes, know, like, like scared cats looking at him. And I think the animation was more, "Well, I'm too busy with the movies, so that looks okay." And so they were able to play with it a little bit more, and it was, I thought, more enjoyable. I, I liked what I saw. It was really, yeah. Pretty badass. Watch the whole thing, dude. It's great. I mean, yeah. and it, and it, it, of course, ends with going into the prequels. So, and it kind of explains my, son, my, my, well, you told is, me that it made it General tells, Grievous cool. Yeah. Well, it tells you, it, te- it kind of gives you a little more backstory to some characters. So when they show up in the movies and you're like, who the fuck is this? It's like, well, if you watch that little mini movie, they kind of hint at why they're here. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay. So that's one thing I didn't like about the prequels. There's too much that just like, hey, look, I'm here. The good stuff was extraneous, ultimately. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to watch these movies and they should be a, uh, fully developed unit of entertainment they should stand their own that supplemental should, should be fine like fun but it shouldn't be the best part yeah. and that's what happened with those movies we're talking about characters we're, we're way okay. deviating okay so now let's go okay, so what are, we, are we done with Ray we're done with Ray we we're all talked about Ray yeah. okay go so Ray. let's go to Finn now because Finn's the other major by the way that and that's another uh, easter egg too because Del Rey was the company that produced a bunch of the, Mar- the Star Wars novels back in the day oh, that's cool. why they called her Ray John Boyega testing for Finn <laughs> a black stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a black stormtrooper. So Finn, I guess, is our next one, Finn. right? What do we think about Finn? Kind of annoying, huh, guys? Uh, he's definitely the closest these movies have to a Jar Jar Binks. Now I was going to say Jar Jar Binks, yeah. But I, 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 I'm saying that as somebody who's actually defended the use of Jar Jar Binks in the prequels, someone who feels like that character was scapegoated to make up for the sins of the movie itself. Finn is okay. He's uh, annoying, dude. I found he, him He's annoying. very annoying. He's that scared deer. He's constantly shaking. He's, he's always trying to re- re- reassure himself. So when he's like, "Don't be scared, don't be scared," and the guy, the other character's like, "I'm not," and he's like, "I'm talking to myself." I'm like, "Come on, dude!" Like, I, I, I like that. I thought that was a good bit, actually. Because this was... a guy, this is a guy who has lived. Like I, I, I've known but some guys, was, but they never explained what happened to him where he came out of the condition. I, I think that they cut some shit out of this movie. I yeah. think there was, oh, there was no, some no, no. Stuff like, like we're gonna get into the editing later. They yeah. cut a lot of shit. You out think so? Because it just felt like how do you go from being a stormtrooper where you're ready to you're ready to die for an idea? Yeah, he's not twelve. He's he's like he's he's a grown man. Yeah, they've been doing this for years. And then they 
talk about, well, we've never had a problem with them before. And they're like, so apparently he's been in this program a really long time. And so, which may get explained. That is actually when they may explain in, in, well, I don't know. Movie, but the, the movie I think he's going to be Lando's kid or some shit like that. If he's Lando's kid, that's going to be so fun. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that's going to pipe that's, all over the universe, dude. It, it, it's, it would, it's Creed. It's, I it's, hope it's, honestly, not. with how this first movie went, I totally wouldn't be surprised because yeah. it's, it's a, it's a way to harken back to Lando. Remember Lando? He yeah. was in one of the movies too. Yeah. You know, you know what kills me about this shit too? When in life, maybe it's something from feudal periods or something. When in life has, have you had a great parent who did wonderful things and then the kid comes up and they were also awesome and they do all kinds of cool shit too? Steph Curry is the only instance of it. Duncan Jones, David Bowie's kid. He's directed some movies that people like. He did Moon and the guy from the Wallflowers, who was Bruce Springsteen's kid. <laughs> but it doesn't happen. Most of the time, you know, Liv Tyler, you know, who's a, who's a nice enough actress, but she isn't to acting what Steven Tyler was to rock. So it's like you have exceptions, but it's very rare that you have like the Whitney, next generation. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, Sammy, okay. Sam Houston's she, daughter. Sam Houston, what fucking shit. But, but that's the thing, too. Is Whitney Houston isn't like a close relation to Dionne Warwick. It's, it's, it's like she's got some of the, the family. Famed psychic Dionne Warwick. Famous <laughs> but she's not like their daughter or anything. It's not like it's a generational saga. They're in the same family. Modern day Jedi, Dion <laughs> <laughs> So it, it bothers me when you have a movie. It's like, okay, so I, it just make new characters. Don't just have everybody be the kid of somebody. Right. Well, that, don't that's don't, why don't, that's don't, why don't give actually... them secondhand emotions that you felt for another character so that you like them because they're related to another that's character. That's why I want to get mad I at him. I hope Ray for, isn't well, somebody's kid. I'm, I want to get mad at him for saying that it's Lando's son, but the, I can't say that. That's out of the realm. Dude, I'm, I'm just imagining because he's the only I, black guy. Dude, I mentioned Lando dropping pipe all over the galaxy. Oh, well, you know, and one of them is one of his kids. It, you know, Lando. It's Creed. He's Creed. You know, fucking Bepson or whatever it was. <laughs> but wait a minute. Though I have to admit, though, there was one line that I did like. Stop backing down. You liked a lot of lines in the movie. This was your well, yeah, okay, favorite well, Star Wars But this, but this one line, really, Stand up for your shit, this one line I really enjoyed was. Um, I can't remember which character was telling who where they're saying, well, maybe we should get a battalion of the Emperor's clone soldiers. I kind of like the fact that they brought in back the clones in because the clones are kind of dropped. If you watch the prequels. Yeah, they totally the forget about them. Yeah. yeah you, so you, stupid. And I've, I've asked friends like, well, what happened to the clones? They're like, well, the Emperor was kind of prejudiced against clones. They kind of killed them off. But it's kind of cool to know that there's a battalion of them. They're probably left over. These really grizzled warriors, like they're really fucked up beyond belief. And so if they ever bring them out, they're like in black armor, covered in blood. You know, maybe they strip naked, do mushrooms, go screaming into battle, something like that. Something cool. So just some throwing out ideas out there, just real quick. Because you couldn't tell your friends, right? Your buddies. Yeah, like- I couldn't tell anyone. Family, friends, that's keep it. So did they know that you were actually in the movie? Like, I know you were in yeah. the movie, but did they think it was just a walk-on? Or did they know that- this, this is what's so funny. They showed, like, a lot of respect and attention, but I took them to the London premiere, and after the premiere, they were just like, Yo, John! I never knew you were in the movie for so long. I thought you were an extra. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were an extra in Star Wars, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, all this time I was leaving from Monday to Friday, you thought, what did you think I was doing? <laughs> for two years. For two exactly. years. Yeah. I really was working. I told you guys, right, I'm, right, not, right. I'm not lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, you know, Billy D. Williams, cut the man a check. He's cut the man a check. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll come back to that. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, okay. uh, there, there, so, there's okay. a whole... We finished Finn, though. There's a whole know, left. We're not back, done with Finn. But, but there's a whole left in Star Wars now that Lando could fill. No pun intended. My problem with Finn, number one problem with Finn, honestly, is that John Boyega is English and he has a a, a are you ass- kidding me no he's English oh my god okay. so that well, awful funky quasi American accent the do, 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 do thing you were saying his voice every time he talks he's like why aren't you letting John Boyega use his beautiful English accent this, everybody okay. else this movie is because they- I said this to fix it at, right after the movie everybody in Star Wars except for Han Solo kind of has this egalitarian way of speaking they're more you know uh, you know that's just sort of had the whole vibe of that whole fucking yeah, it's, it's an Anglo 
the dialogue. Universe, right. we'll say. Yeah. Except for Finn, who at one point looks at fucking what's his name? Who's the the droid's name? Eight A B or Eight A B. He goes, droid, please. <laughs> and I said, are you fucking kidding me, dude? No, wait, wait. No, I got and a question. And now that I know he's actually British, yeah, makes my head detonate. <laughs> yeah. in several different directions. Why does well, he sound like Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air throughout the fucking movie? <laughs> he's fucking Carlton. He should sound like Ice Cube. No one. And, and he was on it. Did you see Attack the Block? Kevin Hart. No. Did you ever see Attack the Block? No, you right. told me about right. that. It's all, it's all about these East End kids, and and this one nurse. They're trying to fend off an alien invasion, and he's like the the gang leader who's talking in this heavy East End accent, and he sounds like a badass. And then he's in this movie. Doo, 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 doo. It's like fucking talk right. Well, Stop no, talking I, I have a question man. The point where he gives a thumbs up to the droid. Did the droid flip him off that's, or give him a thumbs up? That's a point of contingent that people. Okay, he I thought he flipped him off, so that oh, was well, a cool scene. I, I think bb 8s a little more couth than that. I think R two D two would have. Definitely Definitely flipped him off. No, no. R2 would have thrown oil at him like nut. <laughs> Just like nut it all over him. Uh, <laughs> and C3PO would have been beating off somewhere. <laughs> some of that droid goo. This got slashed in a way that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, my problem is that I don't know who that character is supposed to be because uh, he either. is all things to all people, it seems like. It's like, is he a coward? Not really, because he, he goes and he fights and he, he puts his life on the line, except when they need to have he a coward. Very comedic, and he and, he and he's comedic sometimes. Sometimes and then I'm supposed no, to take it seriously. Sometimes, sometimes the a, entire a lot of times. fucking time he's on scene. I, I get the smart ass stuff, which is funny, but it, it was like every other line was some kind and of sarcastic. Here's where they miss the main joke you had to make with him is that he has really shitty aim, right? Because yeah. he's a stormtrooper, right? And that was the one joke they never made. It's yeah. he's a fucking weapons expert. He never fired. Yeah. He was sitting there while everyone's no, he was taking. Just, I know how to use this. I know how to use a weapon. He's like, shooting, and then he gets a fucking lightsaber and somehow knows how to use a fucking lightsaber. Mm. Like uh, everybody in this fucking this archaic weapon that only Jedi's use, but fuck. Get any slappy on the street and they're fucking going toe to toe. One them. of these days, I want to see somebody chop their own fucking hand off, grabbing a lightsaber, and no I don't know what shit. to do. With Whenever it. you fall down with a lightsaber, you're going to get singed. Whenever I played swords with my with my friends and family, you you, never, you always got hit with your own stick at some point, or yeah. you, or something popped back at you, and it never happens with a lightsaber, even in entry. I wonder if they're almost cancerous, like that radiation, the carcinogenic uh, light. Uh, There's a radiation. reason people don't use these things anymore. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why, you know, that's why Ben never had a kid, dude. He was always hanging by his crotch. Okay, so... so, He had to trade one saver for the other. Look, folks. Look, folks. You know when you're coming to this podcast, you're going to get some point of views that probably you weren't expecting. You've listened to... You've read a lot of Force Awakens shit at this point. We hope we're bringing you something new here. Um... Okay, but the dick jokes. I, I, I get it, that, but I get that how he was. I did like Finn in the respect that he was not heroic. He was using everybody just to get the far as far away yeah. from the what's it called, well, New Order he, or whatever. It's the, order. The, 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 the first the order, order. first yeah. order. He was doing order. whatever he could to fucking New Order. <laughs> Please splice in some New Order. Whatever we do, that. and nah. now. Um, anyway, so fucking New Order. I would have been like, yeah, you talk about fan service. <laughs> they reference New Order. 
little straight cast strut in there too. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I just I, I have no problem with Finn. I, I like they kind of stuck to. He's kind of a big coward. He was even about ready to go with the. But then there was the weird. Suddenly he's like very protective of Ray. Well, because that's and that's yeah, another aborted thing. Weird. Is he? He seems like he's supposed to be a love interest, but you don't get. It's one side. No, 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 he's in a friend zone. He's in a friend. He's deep in the friend zone, <laughs> he's right? In the deep in the. Yeah. That motherfucker lives in a friend zone. Yeah. He has a condo <laughs> and he's adding on to it. He he has a star killer base in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. everybody's got fucking star killer base. <laughs> and you, get, and, and you get a star killer base and you get a star killer base. And you get a star- <laughs> Wait, do I, can, do I have to work in the sanitation department? Uh, yeah, big yeah. joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, so is he a comic relief? Is he a love interest? Oh, is dude, he a reluctant hero? Is he the Han Solo? Is he the Luke? What well, the fuck well, is this guy? Luke, he, he seems like his whole point is to misdirect and to fill space. And I don't feel like we know who this oh, character is yet. Let me ask you: Was Han a coward in the first? Yeah, yeah. that's and that's the thing too. Han shot first. Well, yeah, that's but he was no, a little bit of a coward. He wasn't, right? He's a slimy mercenary. Yeah, he was. He was doing it for the money. But he he, wasn't he bailed on that. He didn't go to the Death Star. He showed us at the very end because of the crisis of conscience. Just like yeah. they do the same. Fucking thing with Finn. It's, it, this whole movie's yeah. a goddamn remake. But I don't. He's I don't, even got the jacket. He's even yeah. got oh, yeah. the leather. That's actually one of my favorite parts. I loved how you're wearing a, a resistance jacket. Are you with resistance? Yes, I am. Yeah, that I, was the one bit I thought I was did. cool. I, I liked all that stuff. I just thought again, if if he just wouldn't have been so kooky and goofy, yeah. I would have been on board with him. Figure out who I don't he think is. He's gonna have, I don't think he's gonna have that cool line like Han, where it's like, "I love you." I know he's not gonna have that one line, Icon- that, iconic line. Yeah. I know he's cock block Han. You think so? He's the very solo Han. Yes. Okay. So let's let's go to the next character. Okay, Kylo Emo Ren. Vader. Kylo, to Kylo Ren. Oh, gonna, let's, hold on. Let's let's get Poe Dameron out of the way first. I, I don't, know, remember I don't know who that is. Who, who Poe? What the fuck uh, is that? Oscar Isaac's character. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. How would you pronounce your yeah, character? Yeah, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. So he's an X-wing pilot. Yes, we know that much, and that's about as much as you can divulge. Well, no, I can say that he is uh, he is the Resistance best pilot. He believes in the Force. He is committed to the resistance and uh, fighting the First Order. Mm-hmm. He is a bit reckless sometimes of wanting to prove that he is a hero. Uh, he has a bit of a problem with authority. Hmm. Uh, but he's the guy that you want in the trenches with you. Does that help Oh, the, bro, uh, the bromance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he was supposed to die in that opening scene, I think. I actually believe that, and they brought him back later on in the movie. He was I, fine. I, guess I, I kind of like that part where, you know, he's the that, was my, that was my favorite smart-ass Mark was like, am I supposed to talk to this? Yeah, that was cool. Like, that was kind of like cool. That. Yeah. And I do love the fact that the whole time when he fired that shot, it was sitting there the whole time. Yeah, and he's tripping out because rightly yeah. so. That's I will really get to ridiculous. that later, too, whenever we talk about Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... My God. So... I mean, he was a cool character, but yeah. Well, he, he we was, didn't get enough he was, of him. He was but for him to be in the trailers and everything. It's like because I, I don't. He wasn't in the movie very long. I've he? been hearing a no, lot of good no. stuff about Oscar Isaac. I haven't joined that club yet because I haven't seen any of the great movies they're telling me that he's been in. The only thing I've ever seen him in was fucking um, what's the goddamn Zack Snyder pedo movie? Uh, the one with the Dolly girl and they're they're all like getting raped in the insane asylum and all that kind of shit. Don't know what I'm talking about? Do you watch, man? No, the Zack Snyder movie where they, it opens with the lollipop or uh, the one that's all video gamey looking and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sucker Punch. Yeah, there you go. That's the only movie I've ever seen with Oscar he Isaac. In he's blue oh. in, a, in, in uh, uh, that I've movie. I've never seen that movie because it just looks he's so the, He's the slimy guy who's, who uh, is like the boss of the asylum. He just said the he's never seen it. The one with the mustache? He just said he's never seen it. Oh, you never yeah. saw it? No. Okay, he and you never seen. saw it either, huh? Uh, no, sir. You don't, don't, we'll don't, not, we'll don't not. do that. So anyway, so literally that's the only thing I've ever seen Oscar Isaac in. I haven't seen him in the Coen Brothers movie he was in. Which one was that? Uh, fucking the one about the, the guy who's the 60s folk artist. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, Inside the, Llewellyn Davis or something like that. Is that like the that? one with um, Sean Penn? 
I don't know. I haven't seen it. Well, there's one where Sean Penn. We're, we're, we're getting a lot of that's right a Woody now. Allen one where Sean Penn plays a, a some kind of. Never mind. Okay, so and then I haven't seen Ex Machina, even though Mac over here really wanted to see it. I, I never got around to see it. I heard it's oh, really I good. Did, wait, is that the one with the robot chick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. He's the one with the beard. The the guy, the scientist. Guy. Oh, really? Yeah, that's him. Oh, he's intense. Okay, he's really good in that. Yeah, he's so really good. I I I honestly, when the movie started, I just thought he was generic dude. I didn't realize that's who he was until he started playing more and more, and it's like, oh, this guy's actually going to be in this movie. I just thought he was going to be like some spy who gets killed the opening minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then he says that line. It's like, oh, okay, this guy's cool. And then when you see him later on, he's like the leader of the X-Wing squadron and shit. It's like, oh, okay, this is our Han then. This is our new Han. Yeah, but he's, he's got a little bit of Luke. too badass. Well, no, he's got, he's got a little bit of Luke. He's got a little bit of Han. I don't think he's too badass because he he's fails his around, mission. He's flying around blowing up shit. Like, he's blowing up TIE fighters left and right. And Finn is getting a hard on. He's like, who is that? And he's running, like, following him in the sky. Never mind stormtroopers are firing at him around them. And he's running through them, watching a uh, uh, X-Wing through the sky. His X-wing, of course, is. Black. They say he's the best pilot. Yeah, they say and it's he is black. black. He wants to make sure he stands out like the Red Baron. Apparently, that's cool. <laughs> so when you that's see that fine. black, st- eh. yeah, that's fine. So he's going to be the Han, obviously. Okay. He's the he's the guy who's got elements of Luke and Han, and this whole movie's a remake. I thought he had cool to be. I thought he was going to be a son of somebody. Yeah. Well, and I do like that Finn does complete his mission. He he fails. He wakes up in the middle of no place. He doesn't know what the hell happened. He ends up going back to the Resistance because he never finds BB-8. So I do like that the cool guy didn't complete the mission and Finn did. I just wish that they would figure oh, out. Well, they didn't show what happened to him. He just apparently woke up somewhere. Yeah, he just the like force thrown, him off the planet somehow. Yeah, he was just thrown from the ship or some shit. Um, but I do like that at least we see that Finn is accomplished as well. I just I don't think they figured out who that guy's character, what that character is yet, and I, I wish they would. I think that he's going to end up being. Which defined. is a shame because they made a whole two-hour movie about it. Right, exactly. And I, and I, I what I'm afraid of too is I think he's going to be defined by the relationship between Poe and Ray in later movies. Makes I think sense. he's going to be that, that third that wheel, and he's going to end up being defined by that. Yeah, which is sad because he, like you say, he's doomed to the friend zone already. So we're done with Finn. We okay. want to move on to Kylo oh, we Ren. No, we're done with Poe. Oh, Poe Dameron, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, up. yeah. Who? They got yeah, already. Damn. He's only in the Poe movie Dam- for five minutes. So what the fuck? Finn totally should have been named Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah. And then the 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 creepy white guy should have been named for whatever. If I can. Anyway. So who's so uh, Rilo Kylie. <laughs> What the fuck? The Kylo, Kylo, Kylo Vader, Ren. Emo Kylo Vader. Emo Vader. Kylo Ren. Well, listen. Rilo is evil. Kylo. He. Kylo. 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 Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Kylo Ren is evil. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, well, we we think he's evil. I mean, that, but that's a point. Like, like, what do we know about this character? What can you talk about about Kylo Ren? About how, and also staying in character, playing Kylo Ren. Yeah, I would say that he's very unpolished and unfinished. J.J. and Larry, when they wrote it, I think did a good job of keeping all the things that uh, um, people normally associate with the dark side. And But we did, thought it would be less fun to kind of play evil. That didn't seem like it was really uh, fun to play. So we had to make him a, a person. So we thought of him more of, of, of trying to be right, that he th- thinks it's less let us about being evil but more trying to be right because i think when you're right you feel morally justified to mm. do whatever you want to get what what it is um that you're after i don't, I don't think i answered the second part of your no, question you i got you oh, okay yeah uh, but i guess that what people uh, the uniformity and being in control that people normally associate with the dark side there's a bit of that but it's more i'd say reckless and 
more ambitious in this one. Okay, so talk about Emo Vader, dude. Oh, he just fucking throws tantrums, dude. He's, he's kind of a little bitch. Like, when he doesn't get his way, he grabs his saber and he just starts wailing on shit like a fucking 10-year-old child throwing a tantrum. And yet he's supposed to be the badass. He better kill some six-year-olds real quick, man, to, to uh, get some street cred or something. He killed somebody else that's a little bit dude, more got, notable. Yeah, dude, but that's not street cred. It's like running over an elderly bus person. Dude, it doesn't count. He can't run away. Yeah, he, he killed the actor that the Millennium Falcon broke just from walking onto it. I just, dude, he was just so, I, I thought he had a cool look. It's a nice design. I like I the weird eye it. things. Yeah, the, fantastic. Layers I, I was just so disappointed. All right, he shut up. Kylo Ren emo. was the best part of this movie. I agree. Kylo Ren. I agree. He is How? by He's the far. best character he, by far. He's so dude, like, interesting. He's dude, a fucking emo. He is the only person who There's is a great not, Twitter account for emo Kylo Ren. There anyway, is. Anyway, is which I, I, I have to go read that. It's funny because it's all about him in the, his room listening to The Cure and all kinds of shit oh like that. God. It's fun. You know he, he, he has... Cue The Cure music right now. <laughs> if, if you've been through the type of shit that guy's been through, he's going to have some obvious mental what, problems. What, what is that called? It, the, the, hey, man, I'm fucking trying to explain wait, wait, my no, shit. No, 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 Mister, the, I, this is my second favorite movie, but I hate a, everything about it. What is it? The influence kid? Affluenza. Affluenza. Yeah, yeah. That's what he suffered from. Are you telling me to whine for him for that? He may be. A bit his of mom influenza. was a princess. His dad was a fucking badass pirate who Smuggler. ditched him and started going. Who fucking who? Hey, man. Oh, hey. and then your your uncle is the great Jedi master who's taking you under his wing. It's a lot. Who fucking? It's a lot who. to live up to. It's a lot to live up to. So I, I thought that he was obviously troubled. I, I thought that he played it really, really well. I thought the costume was fant- fantastic. I it's a really cool design. I if you're gonna rip off Vader. Darth Vader blatantly without. Any compunctions, and it makes sense, then, then right? it still works because it works in the context of the voice. The voice yeah. was fantastic. Oh, and Adam Driver's got a great voice. Yeah, for that he's anyway. got a, and, and the modulation they did to it. He's totally le- I'm not legible, but you can totally understand every word he's saying. Which I was afraid that you're not no gonna, Tom Hardy Bane bullshit. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I like the fact too that he just the the dial like you didn't have the respirator sound from Vader stuff where he's like because he doesn't need a respirator. He doesn't need a respirator. Yeah, but 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 he's obsessed with Vader, which is why he wants to have that look. But they even gave you a hint that he was probably misformed or something because she even goes, you know, what kind of deformed creature is underneath that? Which is what I love because he takes the mask off. He's a good looking guy. He's a good looking kid. He looks like a. a Matter of fact, I know the guy's probably like in his late thirties at this point. I think, but he he looks like a boy. I love how when he takes the mask off, he looks he looks young. With the black hair, I know, but he looks yeah, like a kid. Fun. He looks like he's somebody who hadn't got his shit figured out yet. Right? Uh-huh. He's supposed to be emo, even though emo is such a dated term, dude. Way to go. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, well, what is it now? It doesn't matter. So it was he, goth in my day. Yeah, it was goth in your day. There, whatever. So, uh, but but I thought that he played it well, man. He's somebody in that position should be fucked up. He he's but throwing tantrums like that where he starts. That was the sleep. best fucking part yeah, of the movie. Yeah, I love because, that. Because yeah. people go, oh, I'm really upset. Go find those rebels. Instead, he would fucking lose his mind, destroy he, very expensive equipment. And, and but dude, if you want to be like Vader, what did Vader do? He would fucking do he's force not, grip and kill people. He's not Vader. That's no, the he fucking. Wants he to wants to be. He's a Vader cosplayer. He would try. He's a Vader. He's a Vader cosplayer. He even wanted his costume to look like Vader's. He worships at Vader's helmet, which by the way how the fuck did he get vader's skull in a helmet that doesn't make well i think well, they were the slats on the mask we melted talk, i think we can talk at about one, that too at that one sh- point there's like an ewok rug underneath i'm pretty sure that'd be cool too yeah let's do that'd that kind of actually be kind of cool um but that's that's he's got whereas let's face it like ray and uh finn they don't really ha- there's no real dimensions to these characters right like finn she should be she was ra- her parents deserted her on a dead on you a mean ray you caught her finn finn 
their names are so fucking ridiculous. I barely, I still struggle to remember any of these characters' names. So I, I actually brushed up before we started this. To be on the safe side. Ray was has lived in a desert after she was deserted by her family. She, she scavenges for parts and ships and trades it for pieces of gruel and bread. Right, and but, lives in a fucking attic. No, that's pretty cool. Right, but but she's gorgeous, perfect makeup. She never once shows you how damaged. You know, like that would damage somebody. Kylo Ren is fucking damaged. He the, he. There's something not right in that kid's brain, which is what made him susceptible to the dark side. That, that, that I'm telling you, it just makes no, way he keeps more talking sense. About how he can feel the, the the light side drawing him in, and he's trying to fight it. That's what I'm saying. And he's he's it's fucking he's emo. so he's fucked up. Blind. He's, okay, he's I mean, embraced. Fine. That's what emo means. Emo means is somebody he's got fucking problems. You you can have a buzzword. He's for emotional, it. right? He, he's fucked. That's fine. But, but just because you have a buzzword for it doesn't mean that it's bad or wrong. He he actually has more than one dimension in this movie, which I was which praying were, for most of the way dude, through. It's rage or talky. That's all. He didn't have dimensions. Yes, he, he did. did. Yeah. He, he fully admit when he fully admitted to the fucking to Gollum, giant Gollum, uh, that he was having conflicts. That he, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's not full. He's not there yet. We're watching the evolution of his character, and what I was fucking afraid of. I was like, they're gonna fucking kill this guy. He's gonna die just like Darth, be Darth Maul. Who was also the coolest looking character in the prequels. But he, I knew he was. I, I wasn't gonna put a pass from the fucking kill. I was like, great, they're gonna fucking you kill this guy. You knew when, when Han the old- Solo and Kylo Ren are both on that gangplank. One of them was gonna, well, only one of them was gonna walk off of it. You knew that. I so, still thought he. I thought that he was that Ray was gonna beat him and she was gonna be the hero. And I was so fucking afraid because he was the only character in that movie that I'm genuinely like, I want to see where this fucking. This guy's goes. got an arc. He's on a journey. He's got a journey. Right, he's got a journey. He's got unsettled business with Leia still. He's he's. I'm telling you, there was more to him than any other character. And and again, and I loved his fucking costume. And I loved his I loved his fucking lightsaber. I loved everything about this. Dude. I didn't like the lightsaber. That's still dumb. Well, but, Although they did show you at least one use for that when they were fighting he, over the lightsaber, then he actually stabs into the. Uh, uh, what is it? Was it Finn that got yeah. against him there? Yeah. yeah. He's got the. He has unresolved business with Luke Skywalker. There's more to this guy, and I was just please don't fuck and kill him and I was convinced in that scene they were going to fucking kill that guy and when they didn't I, I was like away scarred, though. he was going to finally get that ugly face he wanted to, to hide behind but him that, that's what was going that salvaged the whole movie for me I am totally into Kylo Ren and seeing where his arc goes to me he stole the whole movie that was this is Kylo Ren's movie I don't give who cares about Ray and Finn I don't care I don't give a shit care. I don't who gives a shit yeah. is it true that you asked George Lucas to kill Han Solo off during the uh, the original the first three movies not personally. You didn't uh, personally ask? No, no, I didn't ask him to personally kill me off. <laughs> I asked him to ask the writers to kill me off because I thought that it would be good that the character who appeared to have not so much of a, of a complex interweaving with the, with, the, with the theme of the Force and, and all that good stuff, if he sacrificed himself... Right. Uh, are you some, glad now in that in some noble way? Are you glad that you did not that Han Solo did not get killed off? Yes, I was way more invested in Han Solo and Leia trying to get their kid back. Even and they didn't play that up enough. If that would have if they would have focused more on that, I'm sure Leia. I, I thought I think I heard that she had a shit ton of scenes cut out of this movie. In fact, there's the big scene where whenever they all get back in the end, she hugs Ray. Ray's the right name, right? Yeah. She hugs Ray, but she had never had any contact with Ray throughout the entire movie, and right. should have no clue who she is, right? right. But uh, so that's obviously shit that got left. Well, no, well, well, but another thing that so somebody pointed out to me, and it was 100 percent 
right when they mentioned it. She doesn't hug Chewbacca. And the two closest people to Han Solo in all the universe are Leia and Chewbacca. Yeah. And she ignores Chewbacca and hugs random new chick that just right. showed up. Which no, makes she, hug, she hugged Chewie at the beginning. No, but not well, right after Han, Han was Solo dead died. and Chewie's fucking injured and shit. Yeah. yeah. I guess they did cut a lot of the movie. Now I'm starting to think about it. Well, that's assuming well, that was well, ever well, shot. Well, I don't know if that was shot. We'll get into but it. But it should have been if it wasn't. What, right. Which it, it should have been if it wasn't. We'll get into that too. But anyway, so to me, Kylo Ren was the biggest redeeming factor this entire movie. And I loved his scene with Han, even though we all everybody knew Han was going to die because there's no way they're paying Harrison Ford to make fucking five. You know how movies. much money he made for the movie, right? Uh, how much did he make? $20 million. He did. So, and you know how much money Ray got for the movie? About five hundred thousand dollars. Free ticket, dude. For free two of her action figures. Um, so, now, but Daisy Ridley isn't Harrison Ford. Yeah, she's not Harrison. You know, so don't. Yeah, but, but they'll, they'll work on it. Anyway, but so, yeah, she made a, just an enormous amount of money for that my, movie, my favorite, which is why he was so keen on doing publicity for once. He usually is such a commercial. All of a sudden, he was really happy to do all this publicity. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. It's well, like because well, twenty million, million dollars. He hasn't seen a twenty million dollar payday in ever. So, but anyway, so I, I love the scene that with him and Han on the bridge and you knew it was going to happen where he was saying I need you to help me resolve this conflict and what he meant there was a chance oh no no I know what he was meant I, I thought there was a chance no I didn't know what he meant was by helping me resolve this I have to kill my own father I actually I was 100% knew that was what was yeah. going to happen I, I, just, I, was, I, I didn't I knew he was going I knew he was, was going like, okay well he's going to kill him I figured they were going to talk it out and he was going to kill him I didn't realize he was directly saying I'm going to have to kill you so that I can move past Past this light side no, bullshit no, I'm going with. I want to be like Vader. Okay, Vader you, tried to kill his I'm kid. sure you had it all figured out. No, dude, obvious. No, I'm sure you. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to diminish your. I knew your it was going to happen, but I 100 percent knew that he was going to kill Han. I, I knew they were going to do that because I, I just I, I knew that I if, if for no other said, reason if for no other reason than because I knew there was something that could be spoiled in this movie. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to see it because I wanted to have an opportunity to see it as fresh as possible before something got ruined for me and it's like okay so well, this is where they're going to kill Han okay. obviously. I, I, I was at 90, I I was 90% sure when he handed Chewie the detonator I was like why would you give Chewie right, the Because detonator? he's not going to be around to weird. I'm like oh he's going to die because yeah. if he dies with it in his hand you can't blow up the base. Well, that, and he's an old man with a laser pistol who's Walking out onto a gangplank with a fucking Jedi Knight. It's, he's Not going Jedi to fucking Knight. die. Sith. Sith Knight. Whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Jedi's are the good ones. Well, no, yeah. it, I am such a. I've just revealed what a lack of warsy I am. Yeah. So, anyway. Banish yourself. I knew he was going to die on the bridge. I didn't realize the words he was saying was that he was telling Han, I'm, I'm going to have to kill you're you. You're how I'm going Which to was kill awesome, you. though. Right. And in retrospect, as soon as he killed him, I was like, that's what he fucking meant. He was telling you, you're going to help me resolve my conflict by me killing you right here. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was eventually going to happen where something was going to happen on that bridge because everybody who kills their fathers or sons in this fucking movie does it on a fucking Skybridge. Uh, thanks a lot for the fucking fan service there. I knew it was going to happen there, but I, I love the line where he's like, I have this conflict inside of me. You have, you're here. You can help me get past it. And then it's to kill his own fucking father. Yeah. That shit was fantastic. He's not doing it with a maniacal glee. He's doing it with a genuine sense of pain and emotional tumult. He doesn't know fucking if he can great. do it. And then he fucking does it. And he's made whole through patricide, great. which is dark as shit. Right. And so I, I loved all, to me, that was like, okay, I, I'm on board with this character and I'm now officially like, Okay, I can't kind of wait to see where they go with him in these other movies. I'm also a little worried they're going to fuck it all up. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. Because I don't like again. I don't give a shit where Ray's going to go, or where Finn's going to go. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck but the Kylo Ren arc, I'm actually genuinely curious about because of Skywalker. And, because they've and, developed well, him. He is a character with dimensions, and yeah, he's mm-hmm. got multiple dimensions, and he looks fucking badass too. So, uh, and I think there's meta text there too because uh, he reminds me of characters like Superboy Prime from DC Comics. I think that he's sort of like the MRA character for these movies. I think that his emotional immature 
immaturity, his rages. He wants to be Darth Vader and he wants to be a Darth Vader now and he's not quite but he's there. Not, he's he not represents there yet. that segment of the Star Wars fandom that hated the black guy and the white chick for stealing their white entertainment from them. But what's funny is in creating this character <laughs> That was the most Frankish fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Bravo. That was peak Frank. What's galling and also somewhat amusing is that in, in taking all that emotional garbage from the internet and putting it into a character, they created a character that's far more interesting than these two cardboard figures that are there to be representational. Agent Carter, there's a high-speed chase going on on 5th. Would you go to the kitchen and cook us a nice roast to eat when we come back from catching the guy? Sweet cheeks. See if I got that letter. You do know how to read, right? Whoa, relax. Is that that time of the month again? You're a woman. God, the 40s suck. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit. I don't think we're ever going to get around to doing like an Agent Carter season analysis. Boring. Because I'm the only one of the three of us that saw it. And with the whole Frank's agenda, the assumption would be that I would love that. I fucking hated Agent Carter. Yeah, and you I hated Supergirl. Exactly. And, I, and I'll, I'll explain this to you. Agent Carter was too far in the opposite direction. You've got a character that's absolutely perfect, who knows everything, who's smarter and more capable than anybody else. And all the other characters, particularly all the other male characters, are so petty and sexist and vicious and stupid and so what it is is they become the it becomes a straw man argument it's she's great and they're awful and they're so awful they can't even see how great she is and she's going to go off and have all these adventures where she's great and she's super competent and nobody else is it's, it's bullshit it's bad writing and it's exactly the kind of writing that people who don't want strong female characters on screen will attack because they say that's what people want I don't know that anybody wants that but apparently people love Agent Carter and that's what they do want they do want a character that's just completely awesome and she's they're, they're totally their character to live vicariously through. She's the incredible superwoman and everybody else is garbage. And that's so alienating because I want to root for an actual character, but I need that character to have dimensions. I need them to be surrounded by a supporting cast that has dimensions. They need to tell characters to relate to something in my life. And when I look at a show like Agent Carter, it's a fucking meme, not a television show. It's, here's our, here, we, we drink, you know, uh, uh, male chauvinist tears or whatever that is. What is it? The, uh, Miss Andre, the, the cute little meme thing they got going on there. It, they're bad stories. It's, it, it takes everything that's wrong with Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and makes it worse. Where you look at Supergirl, Supergirl is a pro show that's got, got some problems in it but everybody agrees that melissa benoist as supergirl is awesome she's just a wonderful casting choice and i think that she's got some some really interesting supporting cast members and obviously they're bringing in a lot of different stuff from dc comics and i like that she is a character who's not fully formed yet she just became supergirl in the first episode of that show we're only like nine episodes into the series at this point she's got failings she's got problems sometimes they overdo it with both the girl power power pep talks no you're really awesome don't let those guys bring you down and sometimes they overdo let's it go shout yeah, and then sometimes they overdo it on the other end where you're, you're a loser and you don't know what you're doing and you're more dangerous that, you know, than, than not having a Supergirl at all and blah, 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 blah. Let's go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it gets to be too much, but there's enough good stories and I'm, I'm loving that this character in the first episode of Supergirl is already so far beyond where Clark Kent was after 10 seasons of Smallville that she automatically looks good because so much of the audience that watches Supergirl, they're not coming at this as people who saw read comic books or even necessarily saw cartoons. These are people who saw Smallville or they saw Lois and Clark or they saw the Superman movies. So she's already so far in advance of Clark coming right out of the gate. She's, her budget on her show is much better than those shows, so she's fighting cooler villains. And she's a character who still has an arc. She has places that she needs to go. She has a supporting cast that are in a place now that I know they're going to be a different place at the end of the season going into the next season. You watch like The Flash and Arrow and you've seen characters. They have a, they have a journey. They have an arc. And my main problem with Star Wars is that Finn and Rey – 
they're already well not Finn so much because Finn is just like this abstract concept he's not really a character they haven't figured out what the hell he's supposed to be yet yeah. and it kind of works because as a stormtrooper he probably doesn't know how to interact with people and that's probably why he's just going off on these weird extremes no, I'm no they, prize they should have played that up I know it, it, I'm, I'm no, no prize prizing. but Ray is definitely like seriously flawed on the page because there's nothing there there's nothing to her she's given everything and she doesn't pay any price for it like you were saying Mac about how the life she's lived she should be more like John Boyega's character in fucking Attack the Block somebody who's had to fight for everything that she's got and you don't get to see that you, she's in the same place that Anakin was in The Phantom Menace there's a guy who should be angry angry or should have some kind of emotion at all and instead it's just sort of a blank she's just a blank except when she makes her cry face and I don't blame the actress for that I think that's what's on the page I, I don't blame John Boyega I think that's what's on the page for him too but Kylo Ren just has so much more going on and by making him this sort of the straw argument against the Star Wars movies they've actually made the best character in the star wars movie so i'm just glad they're doing more of the stormtroopers even comedy I yeah that scene and where, I, I do like, I like that the first order guys are in there and the in the emo is wailing away on that thing and the stormtroopers like whoops and turned back around and just walked off yeah that was, that was cool great. yeah i love that i love his little petulance and i love how immature he is i love that the general hawks guy is able to point and go you sure this is the guy you want out there i know yeah. he's got all these powers but he it's like in the first movies when they were talking shit about vader and you're like why are these guys talking shit about vader vader is fucking awesome because maybe at some point anakin on his way to becoming the darth vader we know went through that same kind of shit yeah. all that emotional turmoil and you're seeing this guy do this shit it's like yeah if I were working next to this guy I'd wonder if I really wanted this dude around I'd wonder like this dude if he wasn't more of a liability he's obviously he's got an agenda it. you know what I mean he, well, he's sure not working for the first order this dude's got some other baggage that he's trying to, mm-hmm. to direct them towards yeah. right which and, is, he, and he fucks up too which he's is the, the guy droid takes, with the hologram on yeah. it where he's, he's risking all this shit for a fucking droid with a hologram on it when nobody else gives a fucking shit right. well not just that but then he goes and he kidnaps Rey on the assumption that she's seen the map and he's going to be able to draw this all out with his Jedi mind trick and then she ends up having the fucking force which she didn't detect and she fights them off they're like we went to that planet we had this big battle we lost all these forces yeah. and you didn't even get the fucking thing we were there for in the first place yeah, he, and he, he's right they were like Kylo said we didn't need the droid because he'd get out of the broad or whatever yeah and yeah, yeah. no I, I like that again loved all that stuff because you know one part of Kylo Ren's journey is he's gonna fucking kill the shit out of General Hawks or another some other yeah. way fuck him over yep. and what's great is they're building that up because Hawks is a dick and he's on the right in this movie and they're gonna have to turn that around and that's going to be part of his journey so I, they're already setting that up I like that today is the end of the republic the end of a regime that acquiesces to disorder at this very moment in a system far from here the new republic lies to the galaxy while secretly supporting the treachery because Fox is lame. That guy was boring. That that stupid speech he gave. Remember, he's is the one he who gave. He's no. He he's on the, the one. Did he die on the planet? I thought he died. I on hope planet. not. Because yes, that he guy tell, needs to stick the, around. The, the giant hologram tells him to abandon the planet, but by then it's already fucking breaking apart. I hope he survived. I assume like he needs most to be of in the, the next movie. I'm, I assume most of the f- yeah, you know, first I, I, order was. I would dead. be perfectly perfect. No, the first order. Okay, well, no, but I've, I've I, I can get into that too a little bit later too. We'll get into that, which we can probably get to pretty soon. I think we're done with the characters, right? Well, let's talk about Han and Chewie real quick, and Leia, and Luke. Okay, so 
Han and Chewie, I thought were fine. Yeah, he, I, he was playing himself. Chewie, was that really the? Uh, yeah, I believe Peter Mayhew was in the suit. Really, yes. good for him. Good as for sickly him. as I he is, see, I was gonna say I didn't see the cane or anything. Mary Sprite. Uh, I, think, I, I think that's part of the fan service. They wanted to let you know that they're gonna stuff Anthony Daniels in that fucking C three PO suit again with that dumbass red arm thing, which is, I guess, was an okay joke. But at some point, some fucking geek's gonna have to explain that shit, yeah, and I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it's it. It's in I don't the give book. That's what I was Okay, told. whatever. I don't give a shit. But they made a point of stuffing all these old guys back in their suits so they could tell everybody, we got the original guys. And hey, good. Let them get the paycheck. They've been getting the convention appearance money for years. Let them have <laughs> one more decent paycheck before it's all said At least done. they weren't voicing over some shitty CGI. Exactly. So fine. Exactly. Yeah. What do we think about Leia? She's getting some shit. You actually physically transformed for this role. Yes, I did. They told me to lose weight. They told me to lose weight in the first one, too. Was that that big of a deal? <laughs> no, they want to hire three-fourths of me. But now, nearly 40 years later, the Star Wars heroine facing backlash on social media. Her age and appearance in Star Wars The Force Awakens under intense scrutiny. One critic tweeting, age punched Carrie Fisher in the face. <gasps> Another saying she looks old and unhealthy. I don't know where you get your delusions. The 59-year-old actress firing back with force, blasting her body-shaming critics on Twitter. Please stop debating about whether or not I aged well. Unfortunately, it hurts all three of my feelings. My body hasn't aged as well as I have. She's got. Well, I just want to say, first off, Han Solo is probably the worst actor in this fucking movie. He's, he's just playing Han. He's he's acting no, as he's, Han Solo. No, 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 like, no, no. Like Her- Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford is playing Harrison Ford. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's like he forgot and went back and watched a couple clips of the movie and then I, just pretended to be himself, kid, or whatever. Yeah, he's, so, I, he's so fucking awful. Uh, you know, we have to get into the actual movie about the contrivance of how this guy gets into the movie in the first place. Uh, so right off the bat, it's like he shows up on, on their bullshit circumstances. The Force. And then the force he, he, he doesn't have the motherfucking Force. He's fucking the force hot solo. in the Falcon. No, she oh, drew him. Shut the she fuck. drew him. Like force. Oh, force the all over fuck. him. <laughs> <laughs> Just shot Please. hot force out all over him. Force it all over the window. Shut. He's terrible. I wanted him to fucking die. All these fucking guys who are like, oh, I can't wait for Han Solo to come back. He was horrible. He was the worst, hammiest, most bullshit performance. That Harrison was a 20, Ford knew that it. Was a Twenty million dollar performance right there. Harrison Ford fucking knew he was fucking. He didn't phone it into the sense he was alive. He was awake during it. He wasn't. Completely- Dude, didn't he just have a plane crash? Like, shouldn't be thankful he was alive to do his. his scene? Oh, I saw that. No, <laughs> that face was. Oh, I'll make that face. Uh, I'm glad the podcast people can't. <laughs> well, the listeners can't see that face he just made about that plane <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Um, I didn't think it was that bad. No, I, he was terrible. I fucking hated Han Solo in this movie. So he, he was so so hammy, so awful. Plus, whenever I think of Han Solo, besides him dying, is I think about that in real life. Stupid screen, fucking <laughs> 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 Jesus. Is I think about that goddamn CGI monster sequence on his bullshit plane that he got yeah. after the Millennium Falcon. It was all dumb. And those were it was stupid, yeah. and the CGI was terrible. And uh, I just associated him with that because he like that was some of the worst shit in the whole movie. What I just hate the. And, no, and the, the, whole, the whole sequence. And, so and they're giving stupid. so much shit to Carrie Fisher for getting old and doing a lot of drugs, which made her look even older than she should be at this point. Hey, good for 
her for doing a lot of drugs. Good for she her. She earned those she, drugs. Man, I'm sorry. So now we know why Kyle Loren is so fucked up. Yeah. Mama was hitting the, in the pipe. While well, I, well, Which pipe are you doing the hand gesture? To be a podcast, we can't see the hand gesture me. I, I enjoyed a lot of those dopey Carrie Fisher performances. Time I, out. What Wait, am I, I'm, doing, I'm doing a pause like Saved by the Bell where I pause like Zach or whatever and I walk around. Time out. <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. Did so you my guys, Mario... So no, I said pause, so shut up. I said pause, shut up. AC Slater? Yeah. So did you guys see, they released so much, you know, with the new Star Wars shit coming out, they released so much old school shit, right? Did you guys see, I don't know if, who she did the um, photo shoot for, but it was her in the Slave Girl outfit doing some promotion. And it's a bunch Stone. of old candids, I guess from Rolling Stone, of her out on the beach. Did you see those? Fucking fantastic, dude. She was so goddamn hot. Mm-hmm. God bless that woman. Mm-hmm. And, and and I loved that that uh, photo set. You're going to put a link to it on the blog here because it looked like she was just having a blast out mm-hmm. there dude it was I, I that is some vintage fucking shit and i absolutely loved it fucking good for carrie fisher i i can't believe people are ripping on her for getting old leave her the fu- yeah. leave her alone dude. she fucking I, look harrison she got enough ford, money she could have told everybody to fuck off yeah. and never made this movie anyway harrison ford is better preserved i suppose but i bet she he didn't have nearly as much fun getting to the point where he's at as she had getting to the point that she's at plus she was in I, yeah, I, th- I think i think he's a bit of a recluse isn't he isn't yeah he lives up on a mountain playing yeah. she she, I would, of all the people that have ever been in Star Wars, it's either going to be her or Mark Hamill that I want to hang out with in real life. Because I think she'd hey, be a blast don't, in don't general. Forget, I, I want to talk about Mark Hamill too. Yeah. Anyway. I think she'd be a blast in general. I know she'd have great fucking stories. She's fucking badass. The only thing with Mark Hamill though, he's, he's such a geek. Yeah, I was going to say. I, he'd, be such, he'd be great for, for under totally different terms. If I'm at a bar, I want to hang out with Carrie Fisher. If I'm at a comic shop, I want to hang out with Luke, Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. So yeah, she got, the Joker voice. But yeah, she uh, potentially. But yeah, she got older. We're all gonna get fucking older. When you get older, it gets harder and harder to look in a fucking mirror, and that's gonna happen to all of us. So when you hate on her for getting older, well, guess what? She did, she's not the same chick you spanked two forty fucking years ago. Too fucking bad. How about you appreciate an older woman, or you at least cut her some slack? She, her existence isn't to validate your hard on from when you were a kid. Okay, yeah, what? I, she's gonna have. A, she lived a fucking life too. Let her. She lived her fucking life. Leave her fucking alone. Like, okay? like if you got millions of dollars when you were young, you wouldn't have done a bunch of mis- made a bunch of fucking mistakes. Yeah, Come on, dude. She it's was the child of Eddie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. You're gonna get up to some shit. Yeah. Okay, it's just gonna happen. Right. It's, people complain about her performance. I know she sounded a little off because she's pushed up through a lot of shit. Yeah. But she still sounded like a real person. It's a lot she of Virginia sounded, Slims she sounded, on that voice yeah, box. She sounded like she was giving and a Brandy. performance, and Harrison Ford sounded like he was there for the paycheck. She hey, was tr- I'm goofing around for the paycheck. The I want to see there. her in other movies. The effort was there. Yeah, I, he sucked. So don't tell me that Harry... Yeah, don't talk shit about Carrie Fisher when Han Solo is the guy who's really okay. stinking up the place. Let's boil it down this. She, at least, it, it appeared to me, took it seriously. Yeah. She took it seriously. She had dialogue. She had dialogue. They both well, had dialogue. But, but, from what I <laughs> but from what I understand, they cut like almost all of her shit out of this mm-hmm. movie. Right. Like yeah, I, I heard was they it cut, unusable. Or? I get. I think I, I guess they felt that a lot of it was unusable and it just wasn't very good. And I and I that makes me feel bad. You tell me you cut out a bunch of Harrison Ford shit. It's just he's just a fucking character. You know what I mean? Like mm. whatever. I I didn't hate it as much as you did. But I just man, I feel really bad for Carrie Fisher. Man, fuck you people, dude. Yeah, Carrie fuck Fisher you people. Alone. For real? God damn. Okay, so here, here let's what? Yeah, have you? Look, I'll tell you. Let me tell you this too. There's a movie that Mark Hamill did relatively recently called Sushi Girl. Yeah. 
Did you see that one? I heard of it. I'm it's actually, uh, what I watched, it was actually pretty cool. They get a bunch of old character actors, and they're all around one of those sushi girls. And if you know what that is, they basically, they put a naked woman on a table, and they put all sorts of finger foods on top of her, and you're supposed to slowly eat your way to her naked body. But these guys are like reservoir dogs. They've pulled heists and shit. There's supposed to be a rat in the room, and there's all this tension between them. It's, it's basically a reservoir dogs ripoff. But Mark Hamill's in that, and I had no No, no, fucking... you're talking about the Hateful Eight. Yeah, that too. Mark Hamill's in that, and I had no idea who he was. I kind of recognized he looked kind of familiar, and I realized he was actually almost doing an impersonation of another character actor from the 1970s but he was completely unrecognizable partly because he was not exactly felt his own self he looked rough his own self so don't talk shit about Mark Hamill when I mean Luke Carey Fisher when Mark Hamill lived that rough life too and he sure doesn't look like he did back in his 20s okay but respect to I I don't know if I should go Mark but I do but I do have to say that Mark Hamill's performance in that movie was very impressive and that guy just are we talking about Force Awakens you mean I'm all over the place sorry how about a little lesson in how to use chopsticks, man? So how about it, fishy boy? Got anything to say? Not to you. That's too bad. What the f*** are you going to do with those, man? Acupuncture. Sushi Mark girl. Hamill is, is an awesome actor, and he was great in Sushi is Girl. He? Is he? Huh? Is he? He, he is in the movie, but I had no idea. No, I'd tell the closing credits. So, so here's a, okay, we're going to jump to this then, okay? Because you've broached the subject. But he's got long hair, he's got bad skin, he's heavy set. People you don't, don't know who that he's him, and he's doing an impression, so you don't even know it's him. I would love to see Mark Hamill's IMDb page. Because that guy's fucking been working steady. But, but does he do a lot of acting? Live action? No, not a lot. No, right? So a lot of people are worried that you're hinging a multi-billion dollar franchise on Mark Hamill, who hasn't acted... Since Return of the Jedi. But he's been voice acting all yeah, but the That years. doesn't fucking matter. And, and I'm telling you, voice I saw acting. he was great in Sushi Girl. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying, I think that some of the uh, some of the worry is probably there. And I think, honestly, I bet Mark Hamill is probably a little... He's he's probably a little self-conscious about his actual live acting. Because he's made a career of hiding behind a microphone in a studio. And being able to transform it into these different things. But I'm fucking rooting to fucking hell for Mark Hamill to steal the show of this next I two movies. I hope so. That'd be great. And, and, I, and I, don't, I don't know if he has it in him. I don't care if he has it in him. Because... The, the first three movies, or the second three movies, whatever you want to fucking call it, A New Hope, Empire Strike Back, and Return the good of the Jedi, ones. fucking uh, Luke Skywalker's the protagonist. Those movies are about Luke Skywalker and the Skywalker family, and I hate the fact that it seems like it turned into, well, it's kind of Han Solo is the one everybody likes. That No, the whole reason you're invested in any of that shit is because of Luke. And Luke, he, Mark Hamill's really good in those three movies. Yeah. He's really fucking good. He turns from the... The, the child to then when he when he starts to be pulled to the dark side and I, the, the the anger scene where he finally fucking lashes out on Darth mm-hmm. Vader and just goes fucking nuts he's got that in him I would love for these next two movies these next two movies to be about Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker and say fuck Finn and forget well the hell. no like, because then you're playing into I I still want a woman Jedi to be I, I, no I, I don't give a shit because she's not good. She's not good, Luke's so I don't know. No, no, come on. I, I don't think he's going to die in the next That's one. That's what's going to happen. They're probably going to kill it. Kylo Ren. He's going to turn into a pile of clothes. Kylo Ren's going to probably make him turn into a, pot, a pot, into a fucking force ghost, right? That's probably what's going to happen. I When you tell me that Luke Skywalker wanted to train all these Jedis and Kylo Ren blew the whole shit up, you're describing the movie I want to see, right? That's the movie I want to see. Instead, you talked about it. I, that's what I want to see. I want to see the tension when Kylo and Luke Skywalker come face to face. I want. I, I would love for that to be the next 
couple movies. Instead, it's going to be fucking Ray turning into the the Uber. She's going to turn into Yoda. And the love whatever. triangle. Of well, yeah, and that's going to be the fucking movie. And I'm not going to really like it. Or it's going to turn out that that Ray is Kylo Ren's sister, and that they're both that they that which is why Han Solo was so loving towards her when she showed up, and that's the hug from Carrie Fisher, even though they never met in the movie. Yeah, and you why she's able to speak Wookiee and nobody else right, can. And she, right, it's going to be because she was partially raised on the Millennium Falcon and was dropped off at some point and she just doesn't remember right that's what it's I, I that's what i think it's going to be and that's what it's going to it's going to be a brother sister bullshit again between ray and, and i'm skipping to my end of my rant I'm thinking cousins but that's that well whatever but i, I don't I, I don't think that's what it's going to be um but that's not a movie i'm really particularly caring to see i don't but, give a uh, shit but about i don't want the old white guy to steal the movie i, I, I want him to have it you have i want him to be alex issues yeah I, obviously yeah. uh but i, I think well that, also yeah, let him be alligators for this movie but to me mark hamill is the fucking underdog mm-hmm. All I've heard is people shitting on Mark Hamill for and for all these years they have that he just became a voice actor, right? But he's a Fuck great that. voice actor. He's a great voice actor. But at the I, I loved the end of that movie. Well, no, he was he pretty good in the stared. Flash. I got a f- the Flash series. I'm no, he saying. wasn't. Yeah, I did the current one or the, or the, the previous one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where he played the trickster. Yeah. No, he's. I mean, it's Jerry Joker ish, but but he's, he's not. Still- he, he's playing. He's playing a anyway. anyway so I, I honestly i would like for these three movies if they're going to be fucking fan service be about luke skywalker again that's what i would prefer to see sorry well i think that's that, what i want because well that's the thing is that well for starters you're talking about these three movies we don't know that it's three movies it could be four movies it could be six movies we don't I know i think every other plus, movie is going to be about this movie well, no, plus there's a bunch of all these spin-off movies uh, right, yeah, i was gonna say there's a st- there's a spin-off every other year so every other year is a spin-off yeah so it, it, ultimately, they're going to have to give this to another generation. So I understand what you're probably saying is that they, you want this the ultimate overarching nine-episode story to be about the Skywalkers and specifically about Luke Skywalker. Which, which is why I think that's the credence that Ray is going to turn out to be a Skywalker. And, and with because me, you got all these movies are supposed to be. George Lucas said it. This is the story of the Skywalkers, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what to me gives credence that Ray is a Skywalker because you got to continue the Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. But but the, and and now I think that kind of. Technically, or, if she was Leia's daughter, no, it's still, I still about say the it's Luke's kid, man. That's fine. He dropped her off, and then he took off to the little. Then what a fucking ass! Then what an asshole! I I, I expect Dude, his dad I expect, cut his hand off. I expect, it runs in the family. I expect Han to do some shit like that because he's a fucked up dude who got into some shady he shit. He did. He and shot his greeted. family and took off. Right, but but you'd have to explain to me why fucking Luke. And they're going to, I'm sure. When although, he although, although he left, but then left a map. I don't want to be found. Here's a map to where I'm at. Um, <laughs> well, that's just I hate the fact that he didn't speak a word in the movie. I like that. I liked it. I thought that was fine. I love that scene. That gives you something to look forward to. Because Luke Skywalker, and I'm sorry, people say that Han's their favorite or Vader's their favorite. Luke Skywalker is what those first three movies are about. And as soon as he showed up on camera, I'm like, this is what I've been fucking waiting for. Mm. We're getting back to Luke. Luke well, again, is what Luke's the one with the arc. Luke is the one with the arc. Luke's the one with the arc. So when Luke showed up, I didn't want him to fucking say anything because it was too late in the movie because the movie needed to end. Mm. So I thought it was great. Just have you staring at Luke. We were, we were literally watching the new movies staring back at our old movies. Yeah, and we don't know if if Luke speaks. We know where the next movie goes. When Luke doesn't speak, you're trying to read all this stuff in his face, and you can read a lot in that face. So I think it's much more interesting because it's pregnant with possibilities instead of giving you a a conclusion there. You know, and this movie that leaves so many questions open anyway that that's just one more question. That's one more part of the mystery box. Talk about a film that can't stand on its own. This movie is just like it it. desperately needs a bunch of other movies. Nothing is explained, which is another huge problem I have. Of this mm-hmm. nothing is explained in this movie. You don't. There is. You know nothing about any of these fucking. 
mm-hmm. characters unless you've seen all of the other movies. Or you've or, gone or, to the, the wiki and looked this shit up. Second three. Unless you've seen the second three or IMDb or fucking watch Clone Wars or whatever. I don't know what the fuck's going on in this movie. I, you, Nobody okay, knows. Look, Nobody knows what's going on. You have a text scroll at the beginning of the movie, which in all the other fucking movies tells you what you need to know to enjoy the one fucking movie. What the fuck's the difference between the First Order and the Imperial Empire? What the fuck's the difference between the Resistance and the, the Rebel right. Alliance? Hey, what hey, the fuck? This? What how the fuck this? is the Republic? You what, know, what? I don't know what any of this shit is. One paragraph in that goddamn text scroll could have done me a world of fucking good, but no. Go buy the fucking book. Fuck your fucking books. I went to see a goddamn movie. How about this? How about if the First Order, they're trying to pick up the pieces of the Empire, then what is the Resistance resisting? You're called the Resistance. If you're in cahoots with the fucking Republic and the Republic's all hunky-dory, why do you have a group of people called the Resistance? What are you resisting? They're not resisting anything. You're the establishment. It's the First Order is the new group coming after the Republic. The names don't even make any fucking sense. Mm. How can you be the Resistance when you guys are the entrenched? It's so fucking dumb. Like All that shit pisses me off. Well, they were going for a cool factor, that's all. I don't understand why they worship Darth Vader. Darth Vader betrayed the fucking Empire at the end of that movie. Why does everybody worship? Well, not everybody does. Well, no, I think I'm Kylo's just, the only one that worships really Darth Vader. Wouldn't they have a problem with that? Wouldn't you think everybody would, hey, hey, Kylo, we don't want you to worship Anakin Skywalker who betrayed and destroyed the entire empire. Because he was the one who fucking destroyed them all. He killed the fucking emperor. Hello? But everybody's perfectly okay in the First Order with but the I new, know if he speaks new Order? The- Because <laughs> there's a part where he's talking to the to the skull, and I wonder if he wants to say, does he see a ghost? So did did he steal the skull and helmet off the funeral pyre? I guess that's my I'm assumption. Assuming, yeah. I'm assuming he got it some, and I'm sure they'll explain it later. But I just want to know: is he like? Is the voice in his head, or is there someone actually a spirit they're speaking to him? I honestly, I don't think he's crazy. I think that he's talking to a gravestone. I think he's doing the kind of yeah, shit I that we do under those circumstances. Kind of like Rocky did. I, I, I obviously he's emotionally unstable, but I don't think he's actually demented to that uh, degree. So that would actually would have made him a little cooler. Nah, I don't need voices that. Voices in I don't his head, that. dude. No, I don't no, want voices in his head. Go off Deadpool. I was waiting for Mac to go nuts on that one. Huh. How about I go nuts on that? Because you hate Deadpool. I don't know anything. I think Deadpool's just lame. I think he's just well, a we'll, we'll get to Deadpool. Yeah, we're, we're, we're very soon, in fact, so we'll come back to Star Deadpool. Wars podcast. Just to lay it out, too, from what I understand, because I went and I did a little research on this, is basically the Empire did like the USSR, where they, they broke up and they factionalized. And so the First Order is basically Russia, where a lot of the shit that was a problem with the USSR is still in Russia. It's run very much the same way. Russia is obviously still a world power, even without all the other countries that, that backed it up. And so that's the and so the resistance is a group of people that are inside the first order space. They're inside Russia and they're resisting this this last vestiges of the fascism, you know, in Russia and in the new order. And they're being financed by first, first the, order. The, sorry, the first order. <laughs> and they're being financed by the Republic, which is the controlling body of all the places where basically they, they got their freedom. Let's say the Republic is the EU. And so they're fighting this proxy war. The Republic isn't fighting the new, the first order. Uh, but they're, they're paying for the resistance to fight the first order as a proxy army within the, that space. Which would have been Boom. great paragraph on a text scroll in the fucking movie, so I didn't have to go on the internet and find that shit out. I should have been able to know that watching the goddamn movie. Right. Although, by the same token, since it's the exact same fucking situation as in the other movies anyway, all these new names don't really mean fucking shit, because right. it's still the Imperial Stormtroopers, they're the just Rebels, the First Order uh, right. troopers now, and right. who gives a fuck? It's pedantic bullshit. Right. It's, it's, it's an arbitrary distinction. Because you're making the first movie over again. Yeah. There's a cantina scene, yeah. somebody dies on a sky yeah. bridge, or fucking gets something 
people getting cut off and went, oh, Kylo and Ren. And a giant star. A- star another thing. Story. Okay, so with Kylo Ren, I thought it was really – this was, was really fucking dumb also. And this goes back to the, to the Ray being way too good at shit. I understand he was hurt. But the way they set Kylo Ren up, it, there's no way they could fucking hold his jock with a lightsaber. And I thought it was so fucking terrible that she put up any fight at all. It, Again, that was when I was like, oh. You're talking about Ray, much less Finn. Ray and Finn, both of them. No, nobody should have even held his jock. In the first scene of the movie, when Kylo Ren shows up, he stops a laser blaster with the Force. Shit, we have never seen a Jedi do. Yeah. He stops it dead in the air while he does other shit. And I, I was like, okay, I'm on board. And not only does he look great, and, but then he had those fucking awesome powers. And then I liked how fractionalized he was in his brain. And then we get to that final scene, and Ray, who I don't even like, is just going toe-to-toe with him with a fucking lightsaber mm. and again i know he was injured and that's the excuse that because he's injured but again if you're that good with the force he could have just poof, poof, pushed her right. away she or why her. couldn't the lightsaber just be squashed make the lightsaber know, squashed, hit just, her make, yeah. make, make do the stop but hitting yourself yeah. stop hitting yourself yeah. with the <laughs> like the, you set him up to be way too powerful but i was only on board with it that him being that powerful it makes sense i love that chewie got that shot off too by the way yeah yeah the right. chewie's the one who injured chewie him. got the shot yeah but um and I loved how he was walking around punching the wound. Yeah, that was cool. I fucking, I'm telling you, dude, Kylo Ren was so bad. You need, <laughs> of all the things that you've reneged on in this podcast, that was one you shouldn't have done. Because Kylo Ren, was, he's really, really yeah. good. It, that dude's performance from top to bottom was fucking blew everybody's away yeah. in this movie. Yeah. He was so, I'm totally on board with that guy. Well, one other person I want to mention, too, is the the new Yoda, whatever the fuck her name is. The yeah, the fuck totally goggles. new Yoda. Yeah, I was born into Star Wars. It would show on TV uh-huh. in Kenya on national holidays. And so, for me, when I was out of school I was watching Star Wars and so was everyone else it was just a very normal part of my childhood and uh, I, I equated it with time off of school and everybody watched it because we only had two channels and so everybody was abreast with Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and stuff like that yeah describe Maz Kanata in one word pirate I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people Uh, she is totally new, Yoda, but as much as I feel like Lupita Nyong'o is wasted by playing the CGI character, I loved her voice, and I couldn't figure out who that voice was. I, I was like, that's got to be somebody famous, but I can't place that voice, yeah, but I loved hearing so, her um, voice. Her um, She's the one, Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, is it? Yeah, the one from uh, uh, 12 Years a Slave. Oh, wow. I thought that was the voice of uh, Emma Watson. Or Point is, she had a great voice. And while that character was obviously, oh, look, it's new Yoda, just fucking blatant, yeah. her voice... Didn't Yoda even give Luke the lightsaber? How did that work? No, I thought no, it was no, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan yeah. Yeah, so I think she's like an Obi-Wan too. mashup, too, probably in there. And again, obviously, she's in the fucking Mos Eisley Cantina, so it's like there's a lot of shit, there's a lot of reason for me to not like that character, but her performance, which comes through that voice... Won the me over on that character. She was terrible. They never should have been on that planet because the character was terrible. It was just all dumb. No, none of that need to fucking. Yeah, happen. it was like it was. But, but so... I thought. But what do you think about the voice acting on the character? I, I thought know. her voice. Who cares? Why the fuck did she have a lightsaber that was dropped down off fucking? Wasn't then Bepson? Didn't it fall she, on Bepson? She got it from Jedi, or no? She got it from Luke. Apparently, she hinted that. How did Luke get it back? Didn't Luke lose it? She goes, it? "That's a, that's a story for another time." Oh, ah, they're all stories for another fucking time. No, you're on. making the movie now. Yes, tell a story now, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us something in this movie that doesn't have a fucking cliffhanger. It was, oh my god, it's so annoying. How about this? How about when the fucking star destroyer, star base, fires the fucking Death laser? Star. This is one of my biggest problems with this movie, was that it was the most shrunken, tiny, galactic universe 
I've ever seen yeah. in my life. They were fucking hyper. It, as soon as she leaves that estranged planet on the uh, Millennium Falcon, you mean boom. Tatooine? Under uh, yeah, by, right, and all the by, movies by any other name oh. smells the same. Right, um, they were all just doppelgangers for planets. Jakku, I believe it was called. Jakku, um, or what, what was the Dune planet called? Uh, Dune, Dune. Tantu- okay. Which, yeah. They're all which one was Tantooine? Arrakis. Um, so as soon as she leaves the fucking atmosphere, she runs into Han Solo, who oh, just right fucking there. Hated that so right? hard. And, and then, oh, and, then and then he's like, "Well, I gotta get you to the to the fucking. Were, were they trying to go to the Republic or trying Some to get to the Resistance planet? How are we gonna get you to the Resistance planet? Well, I can't take you." there if that found you this easy in the millennium falcon we don't want to go all the way to the resistance and so they go to this planet but that planet is so close to the fucking resistance and all these other planets like like you're and then they watch the death star fire that beam and everyone can just see it from the planet they're on i'm like this is space yeah you're you're not in this you're not even supposed to be in the same neighborhood so then they watch it and then not only can they see the beam from the planet they can watch it blow up all the other planets from their planet which is fucking dumb and then they go to attack the fucking death Death Star. And they just get on a plane. Let's hyperspace it. Boom! And they're like there in two seconds inside the shields. And I'm like, what are, then, I, I thought then, it was dumb when they hyperspaced out of that spacecraft, where they literally just take off and they just hyperspace out of it, and there was like no repercussions from that. Like that other ship didn't all of a sudden crush itself from some kind of. It was just. It really was the weird. laziest. And that, that creature was on the on the window, and all of a sudden it just, I mean, disintegrates. So it was just super yeah. duper lazy. And then even down to the. Okay, so now they've got a. We've got this map. Of Luke Skywalker, the guy who didn't want to be found, but he left a map. And of course, then, and I don't want to talk about R2D2 was just, just fucking out cold the whole movie. And then he just wakes up and's got a map on him. And even C2P's, oh, maybe we should check R2. Maybe he's got that map. Nah, he couldn't have the map. And then he's got the whole map. Well, they never explained why he woke oh, up either. I, I'm sure they'll get the to force. It. I'm sure it'll force. be. It's the force. It's, it's because she got Hand close. Hand bullshit. It's fucking pro- Jedi mind tricks on the goddamn audience. Because they said, they said, it's either because she got close. power this whole time. Right. Oh. Which apparently was what? We're thinking if, if Luke had taken off when all this happened, 10, 15? It's not even that long ago that's what the whole well oh, i'm thinking ray when she was dropped off on that planet she was what eight or nine uh, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. well we don't know that those two things are but even anyway. then but it, it's 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 a the the map was of this system we've never seen before we don't even know we don't even recognize where this portion that the little droid had we don't recognize it and you put it all together it's a system we've never been to well, where could this be it he was going to the temple of the original jedi this has got to be really far away let's hop on this fucking uh jet boom and they're right there in like two <laughs> seconds and i'm like really dude like uh, way to just shrink your universe it's so small it kind of just it just i don't know that i almost had as big a problem with that as i did of anything else whereas in star trek the space feels so big you know what i mean you have to travel even in warp you're traveling to get to these far off places and you're exploring you're far and and they're just zap, and they're not zapping from planet to planet they're zapping from system to system in just like two seconds and i'm like what's the point yeah. Put them all on the same fucking planet. Right, then. at that like, point. What, yeah. who, who cares, yeah, it's dude? Called Game of Thrones. Yeah, we're, yeah, right. It, it, it just, there's no effort to get anywhere. Well, then don't play up that he's so far away if you're yeah. just going to have him hyperspace down the yeah, street. Literally, he's two seconds away via hyperdrive. <laughs> what? Just around the corner. He literally was just, there, there's no trek to find. Remember when when uh, uh, when Luke took that X-Wing to go find Yoda where he was traveling forever to this distant planet to yeah. go search Yoda? What, yeah, to but why didn't you just have hyperspace and go there in two seconds? You know what I mean? And X Wings have it too. And, and it wasn't they did it once or twice. They did it over and yeah. over and over. The this entire movie was again. It was a new hope, and everything was made so much more convenient. 
million oh. or everything was turned up to 11. So it, it just drove me nuts. It's like when they blow up all those Republic planets, which is the same thing they did in Star Wars. In Star Wars, they blew up the one planet. It's the same thing they it's did the in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek. Yeah. And it was the planet that Princess Leia is from. And they use it to extort information out of her. Huh? Alderaan. Oh, they blow up the planet, so she's she's no longer a princess. She's a princess in name only because the planet she's a princess of is gone, even though she did what she was asked of her. And they spend like the next five minutes dealing with her emotional uh, issues with losing everybody on her planet. Then Obi Wan hears like the a million voices snuffed out at once, and and they feel you know Han's like the planet just disappeared. How could this possibly fucking happen? They're dealing with the consequence of this so hard, and you feel it. It's like oh shit, they blew up a whole goddamn planet. Then this movie blows up like seven planets. You don't feel like goddamn thing. Yeah. You don't know any of those fucking people. I don't even. I didn't know what it meant. Honestly, it's like oh, they blew up a planet. What was that for? And then later on, it's oh, they, those were republic. Some planets. republic okay, planet. So oh, so I guess I guess okay. the universe is in yeah. some sort of disarray now, yeah. right? Because Repu- oh. I guess it's not important because it's yeah. not. And then it's like, oh, it's not a Death Star. It's like seven times bigger than a Death Star. But we managed to find the exact place where we need to on this planet. And we were able to shut, turn the switch that shuts down the fucking shields. We don't have like Jedi powers you, like Obi-Wan. And we're not sneaking around the base. We're just sort of like walking around. And we happen to stumble across Captain Phasma, the hero stormtrooper who does fucking nothing. <laughs> does nothing. Who fucking oh, rolls they over. Go, they go, hey, drop the waste. shields. And she's like, okay, I'll drop the shields. And then she drops them. I'm like, what? Why was no she loyalty the, whatsoever. They put her in the commercials like she was just going to be this badass thing. She oh. looks great. Oh, looks fantastic. Yeah. Total limp dick. Yeah. Just and she's fucking, fucking Brienne of Tarth. And she does fucking nothing. You know, I didn't even get the height difference. She's fucking tall. She's like six that something. Was, what was that really her? Yeah, that's Brienne of Tarth. Oh, man, what that a shit. waste. Yeah, and she, I didn't even really realize, I didn't even see like that much of a height difference because the way they shot him, I didn't really see her being an imposing figure. What was she the should point? be fucking towering over those guys. What was the point? Was the, because they, they had that shot of the table read and there weren't any women in the picture so they went out and they got a couple of more women in token bullshit roles that didn't amount to anything and then they're telling us no no don't worry it's gonna be she's gonna be a big deal in later movies well she sure fuck sucked in this movie she's gonna really have to kick some ass to make up for how horrible she was in this movie she betrayed her boss she's a total fucking puss yeah instead of taking a taking a shot for the team she just she looked so cool yeah Yeah, she did she looked I I dug the chrome uh, stormtrooper which is why they had her in every single and that's the other thing actually the metal from the emperor's ship or some shit like that. Like, oh, really? Well, actually, uh, what it was was... It was that was, explained in the movie? No. I don't no, fuck, off, yeah, I fuck don't that care. shit. It was, it was actually <laughs> one of the Kylo Ren designs when they were trying to figure out what he was going to look like and they decided not to go with that one so they gave it to Phasma. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, they just recycled. I, read it, they, they, I thought the same that she was going to be some kind of badass. So, but, uh, so Everybody did. Here's, here's so, There's probably more fucking figures and shit of Captain Phasma than there is of Ren. Of Ren. And she's... Ugh. Yeah. You call her Ren? Ray, sorry. Uh, Ren and Stimpy? <laughs> They're all fucking three-letter words. Ren, Ren. Ren, Ray, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Get on with it, man. So anyway, and and what what I thought was clever though was that each of these characters Kylo Ren, Ray, and Finn were all, and I thought I thought this was clever because this is like this is like next level fan service. Whereas when you were kids after watching Star Wars, what were the coolest parts of the movie? Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, and the stormtroopers, right? So they basically made it a kid who grows up to be a stormtrooper, and now the stormtrooper gets to become a hero. Darth Vader, they worship Darth Vader, 
So now the kid is getting to cosplay Darth Vader, and then you have the girl who's getting to cosplay Luke Skywalker. Slash Princess Leia. Slash Princess Leia. Because that's what I think a lot of this is. And that- Finn is slash Han Solo. You know what I mean? Like the, No, the- Poe Dameron is Han Solo. Poe Dameron is oh, whatever. Yes. So, I keep so, thinking, like, I, I was going so to Who's Lando? Who's going to play Lando? They're not going to be, because Lando was a fucking nobody, token. Nobody so Finn, Finn is Lando crossed with uh, Luke then. There you go. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so, but I thought that was clever. That but no, I, it's I, literally I, the kids growing. You know what I mean? But it's not just that. It's that when you saw Jedi, Return of the Jedi, and you found out that Leia is Luke's sister, and everybody asked the question, well, why didn't Leia get to be a Jedi? Well, that's she, what Rey exists to do. She's right. Leia as a Jedi. She's the, she gets to yeah. be the little girl that, that didn't want to pretend to be the princess. She wanted they, to be, they, pretend they to be the Jedi. They blew the, the arc of Anakin Skywalker in the prequels, so Kylo Ren's going to be the better version of the Anakin arc in, in the but prequels. Even the, that's what, but that's I all they're that, doing. But I like that he worships Darth Vader. Yeah, but I, you I, know there was of all the kids that wanted to play Star Wars sure. with their fake lightsabers. Who Everybody wanted to be Darth Vader, even though he's the bad guy right yeah. that's what he is he's the kid who always wanted to be darth vader that type of fan service awesome right yeah. that's the higher level fan service well that, that's when you figure out things that were when, deficient in the other movies and you you fix them and you you correct them and you make them better but, but, and you but, but, refurbish you know I mean? them like even though we all as adults when we saw those original movies you're watching yourself as a kid that i that's like i said that's you're the projecting high, yourself onto the character. you're seeing the next level of fan service what i don't like is where literally they're chasing a droid with a hollow through the desert the the prince or the the female character gets captured on the death star and Mm. they have to rescue you know what i mean it's all that stuff where it's just that shit is lazy copying yeah and from what i understand i I didn't realize this from before but i guess reading some stuff afterwards i did that there was like no script for this movie Mm. there was no script really there were just like some general ideas and nobody wanted to and and i I mean i unfortunately i don't have the hard facts and names and i wish i did for this podcast and i apologize but it, it doesn't really matter there was not like a hard fucking script of this movie out. There were just like general ideas. Mm-hmm. And they liked those general ideas and started building sets and started making a fucking movie. And then people were like, we don't have a script for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like it. And it felt like it, right? Like it felt like they... So no dialogue, no nothing? Like, like I don't think that they're really... I mean, maybe there was some, but they needed to... They, they had to rush that part of it. And to me, for a movie that was in development that long, doesn't this movie feel like it was kind of rushed? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. a lot of this stuff... Uh, and it makes sense, it all makes sense up. to me that you... you had the broad general ideas but the actual meat of the story somebody had to go in and be like well fuck well how does he get to this planet well how does she get to this planet mm-hmm. well we got let's let's just you know what I mean we'll that. fix it in editing and that's really what this movie feels like it's so propulsive there's so much going on so quickly that they're making sure that you don't have time to think well wait a second and that's that's what the whole movie is like that it's right. just let uh, do a cute little line do a little nice little ad lib here and like BB-8 like the I, really, I, liked, I liked BB-8 he was a lot like C-3PO and, but he was kind of sweeter too and he's a fun little thing that pops up throughout the movie and about two thirds through the movie he just sort of stops like appearing vanishes he just he just pops in there to, to hang out with R2-D2 and then R2-D2 finally fires up by the way the fact that the term low power mode appears in this movie is enough of a reason for me to be like oh really yeah. he's super, on low power mode super really? eye roll like, uh, like, there's a lot of ads so, the, the, the heart of the movie is a remake of Star Wars and then they threw these little twists into it and then they told you a lot of times when they didn't have the ex- uh, explanation we'll tell you later but, we'll fill in that later so, on so here's an example. So, here's an example. It's a like a, it's a trailer for all the other movies. It feels like right. So so here's an example. Like they they probably wanted at some point Ray to come in contact with that lightsaber, and it was like, well, how are we going to do that? And they wanted to fit like a cantina scene in there. So they're like, well, let's just have it where Han needs to get them off the Millennium Falcon 
obviously they could just fly the Millennium Falcon to the resistance, but there's got to be a reason. So no, no, it's going to be like, because it's easily traceable, we got to stop at this other planet, and then they're going to smuggle Ray in. There's no reason for them to do any of that. They could have just flown to the fucking resistance. It was, who cares? But they had to, well, we got to get her to this thing, because this is what's on the storyboard. Mm -hmm. We have to somehow get to the lightsaber. And then she has to get captured. And not just that, but people have pointed out that she gets the lightsaber in a different way in one of the trailers. What do you mean? If you go back and you watch the trailers, if I recall correctly, I've heard that they well, she, she comes in. Her, yeah, so it's it, they they obviously did different versions of how that happened too. Oh, yeah. So they were still working that out. Yeah, really see. Well, and honestly, I think that the mystery box comes into play here as well. I think that part of it was probably that you can't leak a script that doesn't exist. As long as you've got a general idea of what you're going to do, then you can just go and do it, and it's harder for anything to get out. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff – we didn't get a bunch of leaks with this movie because there's no there's nothing to leak because nobody knows what the fuck's happening in this movie. Do you assume like the day they were on set, they're like, okay, these are your lines. I, I think that there was – I, I, I strongly suspect there was some ad-libbing in there, and I think probably a lot of the best parts of the movie were ad-libs from the actors, and a lot of shit was just working. Worked out on the set the night before. Lawrence Kasdan's banging out pages on day, day A, and then on day B, they're filming that shit. Edge of the Empire is an exciting role-playing game that's just the first of the entire Star Wars experience that Fantasy Flight Games is going to deliver with its role-playing lines. We're designing an entire experience, and that experience needs to reflect Star Wars. But since Star Wars means so many different things to so many different people, after some original meanings, we realized that just one game book was not going to do it. So in order to be able to do Star Wars justice, we decided to go ahead and split the experience up into three separate core rulebooks. That way, three of the most important parts of what defines Star Wars could each get their own information, their own game. So here's my – to wrap up my feelings on this movie. The prequels were the exact opposite of this film. The prequels were just unbelievably just too many details, too long, too dense, too many words, not action movie enough, too high level. Some of the the concepts were just shit nobody needs to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was or, the world building source book shit that the Star Wars people would get into, well, and the nerds it, would get into, but regular people would be bored to Except all the by. interesting parts they just tell you about. Anakin goes becomes goes from a child to a grown adult, and they just tell you, oh, he's trained a lot now. Well, that was uh, all his training from Obi-Wan was the shit people wanted to see. You know yeah. what I mean? Instead, to build the Obi-Wan-Anakin relationship. And instead, just the next movie, all of a sudden they're grown up. Yeah, and they're split up too. It's like the whole thing is supposed to be these guys partnered up. Right. The, you know, it's like a buddy movie, except that no, Obi's going to go off and do his thing, and Anakin's going to be doing his Stupid. thing. So dumb. There's so, no chemistry between what, these two anyway. Who cares? So those movies were shit, garbage. This movie, and 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 again, we can't forget that the bottom lines. These are supposed to be kids' movies. They, mm. they, these are not PG thirteen or R movies. These are PG movies. Kids are supposed to go, oh wow, that's awesome. And I thought that the Force Awakens totally accomplished that. A kid could go see this movie, turn their brain off. They don't need to. You know what I mean? If anything. They could say, Daddy, who was the big hairy guy? And then the dad could freak out and explain who they were. And they can go back and watch three, four, and five, or four, five, and six together at home. Or what, you know what I mean? And then the kid would recognize those characters from The Force Awakens and see the Death Star. There's a Death Star here. There's a Death Star here. In that respect, I thought this movie was totally successful. I, it was just a simple story with some kooky characters that they can make some action figures out of, but none of those characters took over the movie. They didn't, none of them felt forced into the film. Uh, so in that respect, I thought the, that's why I give the film a five. It was, I, 
I went in. Uh, it wasn't overly long. It wasn't three hours long. Two hours and ten, two hours and fifteen minutes. I didn't feel like I was like, ah, when is this movie going to end? In fact, like I said, if anything, it was things were going too quickly. Like I was like, slow down and explain something. Instead, they're at this planet. They're at this planet. Now they're meeting these guys. I mean, these guys. Now these guys are getting into a fight. Now the movie's over. So I thought at least from that point, I can't hate a movie that was that much shorter than the worst than the garbage ones that were right before it. And even then, in runtime, maybe I don't even know what the runtime is for the prequels. I don't know if they were three hour movies or not. They felt like four hour long movies. They felt uh, long. I don't think they were long. I think they were ninety minutes to two hours, no, but they felt much longer. Hours. Were they okay? So, they did. They felt it. They definitely so, felt so it. This movie had a so this movie had a pace that just went on. It went quickly, 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 and the effects were for fine. I thought the effects were fine. I thought the sets were great. I like the fact they used a lot of practical special effects. Yeah, it really, I, I really does do, help. Like, especially whenever Finn's drinking all that water and he's interacting with that animal, it, it felt more real. Yeah, like, I, and, I liked but, that. And it, of course, and there was tons of dumb stuff like, "Hey, let's pull this fuse and the door just opens." And blah, 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 yeah. blah. Right, just dumb stuff you want to roll your eyes out. But again, when you remember, this is these are kids', kids movies. movies yeah. These are kids' movies. I'm a little better with it. I'm fine with it. I did not hate this movie, but as soon as when it broke out and everybody was like, "This movie's amazing," they did it. The first thing I said was, I heard this exact same shit. And you said it earlier, I heard this exact same shit after Phantom Menace. And I wanted to let that shit cool down, and I went and saw it. And this movie is way overhyped, people. You have got to relax. This movie is not Citizen Kane. It's not Empire Strikes Back. It doesn't hold a candle to any of those movies. Because those movies, you could... A New Hope stands on its own. It's a movie from start to finish. You know what I mean? This movie is, like you said, this is a a two-hour and ten-minute-long trailer for some other movies. But what I will say is, I'm actually pretty excited about, what is it, Rebel 1 is supposed to be the yeah, next movie? the heist movie. Yeah, the heist movie, because the opening to A New Hope is the Rebels have gained the blueprints of the Death Star. Like, that's in the, that first paragraph, yeah. and it's scrolling up is on the screen. Is that the movie's about? This yeah. movie's yeah. about... That's cool. This is movie's about the Rebels that go steal the plans for the Death Star. There's no force in this movie. It's a heist, heist movie film, yeah. about them infiltrating the Rebels, actual Rebels, infiltrating the Death Star, the Death Star or... Um, or the Empire and getting the plans for the Death Star so that when Admiral Akbar is looking at the fucking hologram that's wh- that's where they got it from and they talk about how a lot of them died too yeah and about they, they about made great of, sacrifices yeah made and a lot like, of sacrifices right. so you know a lot of these characters you're gonna enjoy and are like hey kinda cool and they're going to kill them. yeah so I'm totally jazzed about that they're supposed to, I believe there's talk the about solo movie one of these maybe goofy. being a Han Solo, solo prequel that's definitely a thing that's gonna happen yeah, yeah it's got, and, it's got and, and, and Harrison Ford's not gonna be in it so I think but that's a young, but a young a young solo but Probably not going to be any force in it. The, mm. t- the further away from these movies, well, you, the force. The, because the nobody else knows how to do the – and I've heard them talking about the wonderment of the force. Those first three movies, they made this wonderment around it. And because Finn can just do whatever the fuck – or Ray can just do it all with no problem, the wonderment's gone. There's no wonderment around the force anymore. It, it, apparently, you can just talk to people and they'll do whatever the fuck you say. Whereas the first time Obi-Wan made the people, you know, you will give us all your tokens or whatever the fuck he says to them. These are not these droids. Yeah, these droids are, these are not the droids you're looking for. The first time it happened, you're like, whoa, this is some crazy shit. You can't do that anymore. So I think that I will enjoy these movies that are going to be in that universe but not have anything to do with the Force, Force. at all. And I'm more excited about that stuff than I am about the continuation of this story arc because, I, like I said, I would prefer it to be a Kylo Ren, Luke Skywalker, either Torch Pass or I, – I would like that explored. Well, I, I think Kylo more- Ren's – Beyond Redemption, though. Uh, that's the I know, whole I point of killing off Han Solo. Right. So. And that's fine. But that's why I know it, that, unfortunately, is not going to be the arc. I'm, this is not the arc I'm looking for. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to get the 
Finn, Ray, blah blah. Oh. blah. And, and I don't, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm not upset this movie was made because it's, I think it's going to lead to some good films. They're just not the, not the films we thought. They were working their shit out with this one. Yes. And, and for I, a working your shit out movie, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, so I'll so admit that. Th- that's why as, as many things where I was just like, this is the, I saw this movie. My wife, when we left, my wife, she's one of those people who's generally, she can find something good in every movie she saw. As soon as we walked out and she was like, what'd you think about it? I was like, I thought it was okay. She's like, man, that was just like a new hope. Like my wife said that when we came out. Like if you don't think that this movie's like a new hope, there's something wrong with you because people are like oh, this no, is not it's a an new- homage it's a tribute fuck, fuck off the, fuck off what, look, and what? also by the way these are the same people who said well you know the original Star Wars he was just taking from like the Hidden Fortress and from Flash Gordon serials so have you seen the Hidden Fortress have you seen those movies are not Star Wars he took elements from them and he made something new Make he didn't new. just remake the fucking movie this was remade it's a fucking this is the remix this is the remix. So fuck. So that, that's that's what I'm saying about earlier about the fan service. I don't mind the fan service if it's going to be a higher level, like putting us as kids as the new the stormtrooper, the Darth Vader, and the Princess mm. Leia slash. Uh, I like that. But again, when when you're just remaking the movie, that's the kind of shit I can't stand. And everybody's doing that stuff nowadays. Yeah. They tug on that that nostalgia string for for they do it for the likes. Well, you just it's said you know life. Creed was such a great movie. What's it about? It's Rocky, it's Rocky but the Rocky. guy's affluent instead of being poor and yeah. not he's not desperate. He just has aspirations. It's, it's so it's, okay. lazy. It's so lazy, and I'm just I'm getting very annoyed by it. And this movie, it's not the most egregious. I mean, it's really egregious, but at least they were doing some fan service that I like. So that's why I still think the movie was a solid five. Would I watch it again? I guess I'd watch it again. There, it went by fast enough to me that I, I have no like the the prequels. You couldn't pay me to watch those movies again. It, I, I would stab my ears and eyes out. But this movie was quick enough pace. The action was pretty good. Uh, I liked Kylo Ren enough that I'm I'm down with seeing this movie again. I, I did not hate this movie. Um, I actually enjoyed the movie. I mean, it's the starting point. It's a jump off point. So I mean, that's the whole point of it. You're not supposed to love it. You enjoy it, and then everything that comes after it is probably going to be what we really want. I agree with him. I think I'm going to enjoy the other movies a little bit more because the force is kind of a cop out. It's just. Way Way too easy to use the force. I hope they do more stuff with the stormtrooper stuff, though. I really want to see more of the supporting characters. I would love to see more about that. How the first order came in and all that stuff. I want to see that stuff. I don't want to Jedi's. Eh, I mean, they get boring. The Seth get the Sith get boring. Let's do something different. Let's go in a different direction. So, but um, I mean, I saw it with you. You know, I knew you didn't like it. I told I told Mac I could kind of tell when you started fidgeting and you started doing the elbow thing. Oh, he's like, got yeah. tells. Yeah, he's got tells. And of course, when I saw it the first time, uh, majority of the kids in the theater, I oh, enjoyed it. Maybe forget when we were seeing when we saw Star Wars, the trailer for Civil War played, and the first thing I heard as soon as the trailer was over was a little kid turned to his dad and go, "Why were they hitting Iron Man?" Like this kid was so <laughs> sad, man. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I don't know if they were expecting that in the trailers. I think they were trying to make the trailer seem badass. But when I heard that little kid turn to his dad and go, "Why are they hitting Iron Man, Dad?" I was he's fucking. <laughs> Deserves it. No, I was like, oh man, Iron Man is badass. All these kids love Iron Man, and you you have them beating him up. (laughs) I love it. Love it. Oh, I love it. it. I can't wait to see that fucking movie. It's gonna be good. But no, man, I thought I was like, (laughs) why are they beating up Iron Man? Why are Just they? so long as they don't walk out of the movie saying, "Why did they kill Captain America?" I'm gonna be really upset if that's the case. So. I hope so. Um, you fucker. I've read the books. I'm just I'm trying to think. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. I, I can't. That's fine. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not overly critical of it. So. It's a Star Wars movie. There's some movies you can get overcritical with, like Hateful Eight. But it's, Star, it's a Star Wars movie, dude. Like we, It's like when you go see a Star Trek movie. You know what you're going to kind of see already. It, it, they're not. They're, they very rarely 
you know, pull on you trick. It's always going to be kind of the same story arc. This is New Hope. or Oh, I didn't know that's yeah. what they were going to do. No, I thought they would try something different at least. That's what I thought. I thought they were going to try something different. I was very, I was surprised. I was surprised in the fact that this was such a copy. Like, I was like, I, are they seriously? The, the main villain is a big death planet? Yeah. I'm like, there's no way you're going back to that well. Two of the first three movies had that. Yeah. Like, really? And then again. Wasn't that one of the big criticisms see, of, that's the of Return of the Jedi? That was, was well, that they went that, back that to? That was one of the big criticisms criticisms of J.J. Abrams' second Star Trek movies because it was a big planet Con. killing uh, big planet killing beam they blow up Vulcan spoilers and everybody's like okay so J.J. that's why J.J. Abrams got flat because he was trying to turn Star Trek into Star Wars including the big planet killing yeah. weapon and then he goes back to Star Wars and makes another planet killing weapon like uh, but see the so bar. But the, the, I, I the bar is set so high. Like, what weapon left do you have besides a? No, it's dog? not set high. Everybody's so low from the last three shitty movies. He didn't. He did yeah. not have to. Do, well, not, not just no, no, that but you have to but, come up with I mean, a cooler concept. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I don't know how you couldn't come up with a cooler. Concept. Well, see, I don't understand how you can blow up a bunch of planets in various systems and that not completely wreak havoc with the entire systems. I thought the, well, I thought, gravity. Well, I thought the gravity that. shit kind of plays into that. Like you, once you've disturbed that, you're wiping out the entire system anyway. But Paquita, what? what Besides the fact that, you know, we talked about how ridiculous it is that some person could throw one lever and leave an entire planetary device vulnerable. Like there aren't all kinds of checks and balances yeah. to make sure that kind of shit wouldn't happen because it already happened, yeah. you know. But besides that, if Twice. you just – if you take out – you know, everything is based on star systems. Everything, all these planets float around a star. You take out the star, the sun, and then the rest of it dies. Yeah. So you don't have to blow up the planets themselves. All you have to do is extinguish the suns. And so you can come up with a whole different way of just extinguishing the suns. And that's a new thing that does the same thing that this other thing does. You're actually killing whole star systems instead of blowing up planets. So you do ratchet up the threat level, but you what do it in a different way me? so it isn't completely and utterly plagiaristic. But it's faithful. It felt so weak because it's a planet. It's not going to move. It's going to stay in that star yeah, system. Yeah, and that's another thing. You can't have a planet that moves. But, but, the, Death Star, but yeah. the Death Star was always cool because it was always in motion. So you didn't really know where it was. It could travel to another system and you wouldn't know. So you kind of have to, you would have to have people out there with feelers figuring out where the hell is it? We don't know where. This fucking planet is stationary. We know where it's at. So let's get our forces together. They're still going to beat it tomorrow. Let's get the shields dropped. And, and eventually, and well, we can just hyperspace it just, it just through the shields. Eventually we're, they're going to blow up all the planets around them and then they're going to have to stretch, like, stretch further. Yeah. And for, well, and not just that. It felt very limited. Th- this whole movie could have been a hunt for Luke Skywalker and been 10 times. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Something like Hunt for Hunt what was it a Hunt for Red October? Kind of that we're we're looking for that one thing that's going to lead us to him, and we're all fighting to get to it. But then there's this internal battle going in there that we don't know what's going on. Know, yeah. Well, and you have this whole logistics thing because like if this thing is the Death Star times ten, and this thing like let's say it was whether or not it's moving, whether or not it's stationary, wouldn't that be fucking up the gravity all around it yeah. as well? Well, you and, saw and the trees and shit all shit. shaking up when it was blasting. Yeah, away. just that, none of it. It doesn't make any fucking sense. This whole why you're going back to a concept that was flawed to begin with. Yeah. When you could have easily just done something new that really isn't new, it's just a slight variation on the theme, and it's still uh, just—it's so fucking slavish. It's so suck, fucking unimaginable. And, and they didn't have any angry. really cool star battles. Like I said, yeah. I, always, I always go back to that day that we went to go see uh, Serenity, mm-hmm. and they did—they they, they had that giant battle between the Reavers. Oh and the, yeah, and I remember so he looked good. up and he's like, "That needs to be in Star Wars." Yeah. That and was I, so and fucking good. And I remember thinking, that's true. Like, you never get, you haven't seen a great space battle where you have these two forces just crash into each other. And I was hoping to see that in this movie. And again, it's just, 
you, they blew it up with how many ships? Like, like six. six. Well, and it's it, like you, you blew up an, a planet killer with six planes. Like, yeah, ugh. I'm telling you, it was it was yeah. super duper. Well, and, and there's another problem too is that George Lucas, when he did Star Wars, it was a collection of all these influences that were specific to him because he was a cinephile, so he saw all kinds of different movies. He saw foreign movies, and he mm-hmm. saw high end uh, sci fi movies, and he war saw films. action movies and right. war films. So when he's having those Tie Fighter battles, he's reenacting you know World War One, World War Two, whether it's like those those dog, dog fights, fights. Yeah. and so that's what he's recreating then when J.J. Abrams does it he's recreating scenes from three movies he's not it's not like the sum total of all these movies that this one guy saw and, and he's, and yeah it's not it's just you're copying you're, it's a second hand emotion it's what you felt when you watched TIE Fighter versus X-Wing battles where with him when he was doing it it's all the war movies that he ever saw he's recreating when Luke's going to Tashi Station for some power converters what he's really doing is he's doing like American Graffiti where it's him going up in Southern California yeah. and he's going to go get some stuff for his car and he, he totally relates to Luke because he had those kind of like same kind of life experiences and J.J. Abrams is bringing all of it second hand it's the movies he saw that Steve Spielberg directed and the movies he saw that J.J. Abrams directed he's like this fucking shut in who just regurgitates the life experiences of other people and I do feel like this movie lacked that vitality because it's not his life he's living another band's life and living it in a very much a Xerox copy kind of way where it degrades now the good thing is because it's so propulsive and it's editing it moves quick it does have a, it's heart in the right place. It does have a lot of cute moments. I do really appreciate the inclusion. One of the major things that got me into this movie was that it has a black man and a white woman as the lead characters. Didn't notice. But that's the problem is I'm going in there and I want to see characters and I don't get characters. I get a rough outline of a character. I get actors that aren't really proven mm-hmm. yet, that don't bring any baggage that makes me want to know them. But let me ask you something. With something like this, would you progress in a more adult view? Than the, I, 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 I agree with, with that. No, I, I agree with Mac. I do think that you need to let Star Wars be for kids. I don't underestimate kids. Do challenge kids. Do show them that life isn't all hunky dory yeah. and yeah. things, you know, you got bad shit. But overall, they have to be appropriate for kids. And I think that all of the Star Wars movies to date have been appropriate for kids. The, probably the least appropriate thing was a mannequin kills those, you know, sand. Yeah. yeah, that's, that was. No, uh, no, well, the, okay. Well, he kills the, the Tuscan the Riders. Sand, the sand I, people, yeah. Yeah, the Tuscan Riders. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Yeah. Um, but I think the worst is when he kills the Padawans. The, I yeah, mean, the, the younglings. Yeah, yeah, when he walks in there and they're like, younglings, you know, that's what they yeah. did. Yeah, like, Weird for knowing they're that. like, yeah. Mister, was it uh, Master Skywalker? What are we going to do? And he turns on the lightsaber, and you know he just murdered children yeah. with no no regard yeah. for them. And so. it, it was kind of necessary, and yet kind of unnecessary at the same time. Because if you're going to say, oh, something happened off screen, what the parents are supposed to get, and the kids aren't. That's probably the sort. Oh of no, thing kids got do. that, dude. Like, yeah. there's no way you could. But I think they. they well, no, that's it. what I'm saying is they could have played oh. that a little bit more obtuse. They could have been a little more vague and not been so rough with it. But at the same time, stuff happens. And I don't think that it was so rendered in such a traumatic fashion that it's not like the, they were kids they knew. You know, I know that's yeah. terrible, but it's like they're not necessarily going to connect themselves to those kids. But then it's not had, necessarily going to be a traumatic experience for them the same way that Bammy's mother getting killed was a traumatic experience for the kids. So I, I agree that it needs to stay for kids. But ideally, you're, you're wanting to cross the various segments. You want to make sure that you're making something that's going to be satisfying for adults as well. Yeah. I just I, I think that people are just so desperate for that comfort food and they're so forgiving that because this movie is so nostalgic it, it really just wallows in Star, for, Star Wars trivia but I think ultimately that makes it a trivial experience and it, you should have some kind of respect too it's like the Hunger Games movies mm-hmm. 
you can't really take those movies seriously, but they do have some serious text to them that as a teen watches those movies, as they get older, they may have a higher political consciousness because it sets them on that road. Yeah. Well, I think, the origi- I, I think the original Star Wars did too. But I don't yeah. think this movie does. No, I, I think this movie is just a mess of adventures that are happening. Yeah. Uh, what I am hopeful of is the next movie is going to be done by Ryan Johnson. Uh, Ryan, poor Ryan Johnson. Why is that? He's got to clean up all the shit that was left over from yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah, but I, You know I, how much shit that he's going to have to ex- take time out of his own movie to explain because J.J. Abrams and this shit fest didn't explain it? Yeah, there right? is that. All the stuff we just talked about, he's going to have to explain this stuff. Well, but the thing all is... All of these is, tangents that are left out the there. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I hope he go. does it. I hope he... That'd be nice. Hand wave that shit and do your own yeah, story. 15 yeah. minutes is not about scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In 3D. They can get Quentin Tarantino to say it real quick. Yeah. After the intermission. <laughs> this Wookiee's over here. This Wookiee's over here. <laughs> Anyhow, the thing with Ryan Johnson, I think that each of his, I think Brick is a brilliant movie. I fucking I love Brick. You told me about it. I think that each of his movies has been less good. I don't think Brothers Bloom was as good as Brick. I don't think that Looper was as good as Brothers Bloom. But he's an intelligent person. He understands sci-fi. He's can write, do an uh, audience entertaining movie. Brothers Bloom is a very entertaining, audience pleasing type movie until you get to the end when it gets real fucking dark. Which one? Uh, Brothers Bloom. I said it's in it. J.J. Abrams. There's already a script. He's yeah. already written it. And J.J. Abrams is like, man, I wish I was directing that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, I heard that too. So my hope is that he's going to figure out who those characters were, and he are, and he's the one who's going to take them to that next level. I don't. I do think that if nothing else, he gets characters. If you watch any Ryan Johnson film, he, all of the people in these movies are very rich. So, so I think that he's the guy who's going to fix Star Wars, which is a heavy fucking burden put on the man's back. I agree. I was resistant to seeing this movie because I wasn't happy with Star Wars. I really don't have love for that universe anymore. I don't want to see the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of Star Wars, which is what they're building up. If I see if, if the movie looks like it's good, I might go check it out, but I'm not feeling the compulsion to watch all the Star Wars movies. But my hope is that the next one of the major ones with Ryan Johnson is going to be worthwhile and it's going to take the potential of this movie and make it realized. So I, I'm going to get suckered into the next one as well. But I do have serious reservations about the movie. I do think it's weak. I do think it's derivative. I do wish that more of those characters were fleshed out. I do hope that specifically the black guy and the white chick become characters instead of the black guy and the white chick to me because that's all they are right now I think they'll grow once you have Finn cut open a tauntaun and uh, yeah, Finn has so much it Finn has so much warm, potential though. you're right the, the guy grew up as a stormtrooper and I don't know I don't I don't think it was in the movie I think I read it somewhere where apparently what they do is they take these kids when they're young they, no they, they say it in the movie they, they do say, yeah, it, yeah, they and say and then they yeah. raise them and condition them that's an interesting concept I would that's, love to see somebody play with I that so I think that Finn can become a great character and I hope that somebody does that instead of him continuing to sleepwalk through these movies or just be this mess of ticks and not actually have it amount to anything. Ray, I don't hate her. I don't love her. I don't know what you can do to change her into something that works for me. I think that she needs to have a colossal failure and then I'm going to have to listen to months of blowback of how dare you have the the feminist heroine have a a colossal failure but she needs something to to give her a place to go from here because right now she's already like the most badass person so where do you go from there? I don't know. So I don't see as much potential there because I think she's kind of just boring really. She's just everything's too easy. Everything she's got too much already at her feet you know so I don't know but I'll remain guardedly hopeful i didn't hate this movie i don't think i'm going to make a point of seeing it again unless the next ones are much better it's going to depend on where they go from here whether or not this is a movie that i feel like revisiting because i thought this was an entertaining bit of junk food sometimes i would enjoy elements sometimes i was just like exasperated or bored with the turns it took i just 
I'm not. This hasn't reignited my love for Star Wars, but I'm also not damning it. I think it's got potential still. It, it could have been worse. It, it could have been a lot been worse. worse. I still think though. So Star whatever Wars, you say it about could have been worse. Yeah, I still think though that could that should be the name of this podcast. Yeah. Star Wars. It could have been worse. At this point in time, I still respect the prequels more than I respect the. Uh, uh, no. Turn yeah. your fucking microphone. No, off. sorry. I respect them for this microphone. reason because at least they attempted to do something different. At least they oh, tried yeah. to do something yeah. new. It wasn't good. It wasn't well or, thought out. But and I and I remember halfway enjoying the second one. I didn't like uh, the first no one. Good. I don't think I liked the third one except as a, as a, a guilty pleasure for how bad it was. But I I liked the elements of the second one. I thought that one was okay. Just like I thought this last movie was okay. It's gonna to have to get better from here, though. No, I totally I don't get that. And, and they need to fucking do something new. Just I need quit being I darker. Dude. Quit being the fucking cover band, okay? Well, number two, Empire Strikes Back was darker than the first. I know that's what I'm saying. It's gonna have to it's, go somewhere. That's why I'm saying if if uh, Finn is stuffing her into a tauntaun, then we know already what movie they're gonna be copying. So but I don't, I don't think I don't think Ryan Johnson will do that. I, so, I have so here's what's so. here's what's interesting. Yeah. So this movie's made a shit ton of money, right? What's interesting is it's it, not going to make it to one though. I don't think it's going to make it. What? It's already lost to. I think Revenant has already jumped it for. It's already lost because remember it was like number one every single day. It's already dropped. Like Revenant, I think passed it for daily uh, grossing. Uh, I want to say yesterday or maybe Thursday. So I thought this movie was just going to be number one forever. For, you, you thought it was going to be It's got no competition. I knew it had a show. It's got fight. no competition. No, but not, not had a show. The Revenant? Revenant? You thought Revenant was no, going to knock dude, Star Wars okay, off? Turn hardcore, your mic off. All this the is a one-man show now. The first, what, two weeks? Then everyone else saw it the next two weeks. And then now everyone who's seen it is either. It's not, been, it has not been out that long. Has it been out that long? It's been out about, about a month. It came out before Christmas. It came out mid December. Yeah, that's fine. But it got jumped on the 9th. What's today? Ninth. That is the 9th. So it means on like on the first week of January, it's already dropped off number one mm-hmm. for daily gross. It'll probably still maybe probably gross more this weekend. It's, it's the number one well, domestic release. Movie. I mean, think about it. All these all these people who went to the movies and the all Revenant were thirteen showings of Star Wars. The Revenant is a brutally violent rated R movie, Dude, a very artsy in, rated R movie. People walked in going, Jesus, thank God it ain't another Star Wars because thirteen screens are already showing it. Show me another screen with something different. Uh, pure screens alone. I don't know how Revenant beat it out already. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I would have thought even with it not being as well i don't know honestly from everything i've heard this is the greatest movie ever made star wars Wars is the greatest movie ever made and don't try to argue about it right i thought those people alone would have kept this thing afloat through the middle of january i thought it had a yeah i I couldn't believe when i saw that the revenant had already knocked it off january is a dead month man Movies There's don't nothing. make money in January. Everybody has cleared Everything's holdovers out. from December. Everybody has cleared their shit out for Star Wars. I thought this movie was going to coast to at least three or four weeks into January in but fact, before finally getting knocked off. We received social media loving from Adam Blackmoon, Body Count Rising, Coffee and Comics Blog, Comic Reflections Darren and Ruth Sutherland Darth Sean Dead as Hell Dead Vinyl Dr. G Nerdologist FKA Jason Jerry Caldwell Josias Arabello Keith G. Baker Luke Dobb Walker Marvel Incorporated 2099 Odyssey Unleashed Podcast Save Our Souls Mag, Siskoid, Stone Kidman, Super Awesome Geek Show, Sin at Alias Scarecrow, The Phantom, Trekker Talk, and Oofta at Fry Hole Yeah.
We also want to give a special shout out to new Twitter follower Steven Scarlotta, creator and producer of Yodorowsky's Doom and NYHC, as well as co-writer of Beyond the Gates and Final Girl. You need to see the big short. That's this, got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, what saying. are you doing, dude? So th- to this point, it's devoured everything. I didn't think The Revenant at all. And uh, really, The Revenant doesn't really have any buzz to it. it j- the trailers are gorgeous. But it, it there's... People are aware that this is one of those Hateful Eight type movies that's going to be very alienating. You're, you're either going to be I, I, into it or the majority are going to be like, this is too much for me. I'm really yeah, sorry I bought this I, ticket. From what, and that's what I'm hearing a lot of stuff where people are like, ooh, like they're coming to this movie like, whoa. Traumatized, I, I need to go yeah. drink or something, <laughs> um, which is why I want to see it. We're, we can go see it. Don't, don't see it without me. Um, but I, but I, was, I was floored that it knocked it off on a Thursday or well, whatever. It was it's Thursday. still already number one domestic. And people were really shocked at how quickly that happened. And it's done well in China as well. But they're crunching Shout the number. Out to our Chinese brothers. Yeah. But they're crunching the numbers and they're looking at it. They're like, no, Avatar is going to continue to be number one. And that was also a terrible fucking movie that everybody fucking saw. That so, everybody will continue to tell you was great. People, except no, now. I think most people no, no. tell well, Except now. But at the time, everyone's like, oh, yeah. I haven't seen Avatar yet. It's so awesome. What do you mean you haven't seen Avatar? It's so awesome. They're blue. Yeah, remember when the, everybody was like running around in blue body paint? You know, yeah. all those people? You don't see those fuckers anymore because nobody gives a shit. Because no, now it's a joke. The movie's yeah. a joke until you look and see how much money it made. And you're like, yeah. oh, wow, we were. Ooh, I was one of those. You got to get yeah. caught up in these fervors. And I think we're caught up in a Star Wars fervor right now. The backlash is coming. Yeah. Hey, I never saw Avatar. <laughs> you never saw it? Never saw. Keep it up. Yeah. I have no desire to see that movie. I saw it the one time in 3D. I think Never it, again. I think it is a poor reflection on our place in society that Avatar is the highest grossing movie ever. I think that How when you've got uh, Star Wars chasing it, it's like it seems apropos. Honestly, it's just unbelievable. You know, but no, I, these but are I, two really like not an original movies. They were before crowd pleasers. It, it came out the right time of the year to be big crowd pleasers. But, but before you know, I saw it, the the, the first until couple they weeks, turn on it, the first couple of weeks, I heard so many good things about this movie. I'm mm. like, this movie is going to go on for it's going to go forever. Yeah. It's going to go into February I'm until telling, I saw it. And then I was like, mm, I think this movie may not have legs. And then when I saw Revenant, has already knocked it off a day. Man, you know, for the weekend, it's probably not going to because I just don't think it has the screens to do it and it's got an r rating which is going to be you know but i was really surprised the culture is still in their group denial about the quality of this movie and they're going to eventually pick it to pieces it's eventually it's going to get cannibalized Yep, yep 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 totally agree tell me how does it feel when your heart grows cold yes Ta-da! 